0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I am one of your hosts, Greg
1: Miller. Along the hi, Greg. <laughs> hey, how you doing, Nick? Good. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Do you ever think about dipping the foam part of your mic into your coffee? No. God, that sounds awful. <laughs> it sounds like, like you, is, you
2: you melted into Masters of Tarakasi. What is that? No, you just said that.
3: Master Tarascasi, dude, is a what fucking is PS1 era.
2: Classic. Star Wars, Wars fighting, fighting game. game. Come
3: oh on. my, I'm so sorry. Come on. I didn't know. Did, did they have the Medical there? I host there? a
0: PlayStation. Did no, they have yes. Watto there? Now you know Not how I don't care 70% of the time. Did what? they fight with
2: lightsabers? Some of them did. Well, that Some seems like
0: an, an unfair fight right there. Boba yeah. Fett was in it. Did he just f- die like a bitch in every match? Little anus uh, always popped up on the ground and he fell in
3: it. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! You no, know, yeah. I got. I got. Oh, Who was my clone? I got to be honest with you. Is that I was watching Jedi recently, and he really does go out like a bitch. Like, like I got to just admit that that Boba Fett really does. But it's because he's so used to not being challenged that he wasn't even ready for anything that was happening on the scale. Everything had atrophied. He wasn't ready. He was, well, that's what I'm saying. Is like he's he's on the the star the super star destroyer executor with a big dick with Darth Vader and the other mm-hmm. five bounty hunters. No Chill one's on. saying anything to him he goes to Bespin, Chill the Cloud on. City, go like. Darth Vader is getting shot up by Han Solo. He puts his hand up and stops the bolts, and Boba Fett just walks out from the side, like not afraid of anything. And then he goes to Java's palace to fucking collect, and he's just there to party, yeah, and fuck, yeah, and Look, and and he, then and then all this shit goes down. Yeah, with, he's hungover. He's probably got a yeah. So, a I, think that, like, hangover. so I think that
1: like so he's like because you can see him on the skip. He's like, what the hell is going on? Like I haven't had to fight anyone in years. Oh yeah, no, he's on so, massive amounts, massive amounts of cocaine, space on that fucking, cocaine on that fucking on Jabba's like amazing yacht, that fucking sand yacht that he yeah. had. He was blowing lines before shit went down. He was just like, "I don't." Him, him what's that, that? fucking what's CG happening?
2: Singing thing with the big ass nose.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, they're getting no. Down. What was the mu- slice noodles? What's the mu- Sly, Sly, is
3: that slice noodles? Slice si noodles, something like that. Isn't I like slice car- car- noodles. I'm gonna look that up. This is the Long
0: Island Commodity. Hello, that's the pure one. Tim Gettys. That's the most. Now, what was the Muppet though? There was a Muppet right on on Jabba's palace. Yeah, that was like. Well, that's what I'm. I thought he was talking about with the lips. Salacious Crumb. That's right. He that guy was getting mouth by Boba Fett for. Sure. Oh, so was Fett, bitch. he was hungover, he was yeah. on drugs, and he was deprived of all his fluids. That's the yeah. oh, so sucked out of him. sucked dry. <laughs> okay. Did he have a weird nose? How the <laughs> fuck <laughs> did I know that?
1: Size noodles? How do
3: <laughs> I remember that?
1: Because you're a, you're a huge fucking a dork. I mean, you're
0: talking about the—I'm
2: talking about the 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 CG abomination they added—the singing—the singing thing
3: that looked like Zork, yeah, the kissy kinda. kissy thing, like right? Nicki Minaj, kind Z- of. Hold on a second, I'm looking. A little bit, I'm looking. Okay, I'm looking at the Wikipedia. The Wikipedia, Yeah, Cy Snoodles. Wikipedia, It's, uh... That. God, I don't even remember that. Cy Snoodles was a female Powick singer and lead yeah, vocalist yeah. for the Max Rebo Band. She was also the former lover of Zero the Hutt and was his killer. She was also a spy for Grand Hutt Council's leader, Jabba. It says her gender is female, her height is 1.65 meters, I don't and know, her I skin color right. is yellow, in parentheses, with blue spots. Good. Thank you, Wikipedia. Do you ever see the, the old, uh, I think it was, I don't remember what website I would do where it was like, uh, we, I think we talked about this in the past, like in a, a long time ago, the Wikipedia article is for something fake and the Wikipedia articles for something real. So it's like the real Wikipedia article for like a scientific term and then the real Wikipedia article for a fake scientific term from sci-fi. And that one's way more fleshed out and, and like, yeah. and like yeah, twice yeah, yeah, as yeah. long. It's the fucking best. I love that. It's such a funny mm-hmm. idea. Nerds. Yep. If you didn't know, this this
0: is the Game Over, Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five, best Uh, friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you get the shows early along with a bunch of exclusive goodies. A lot of people like all the exclusives we've been putting up lately. I'm proud of that. I'm glad they're enjoying the exclusive content, Nick. Good. If you have no money to toss, don't worry about it. Head to youtube.com slash kinda funny where we post the entire show topic by topic day by day until the entire thing posts the following Friday as one big MP three and video.
1: How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Yeah. good. What was the what was the story Not that Lucas said about Boba Fett like he was supposed to be the main villain of when it Lucas didn't say that other people were who, saying that. Who, yeah, what, what was that? Some was, other old guy. It came out like a month or two ago. Yeah, they were talking about, was it, was it, um, how Fett was supposed to be like the main villain and then got downgraded or something like that? When they yeah, I was, to make I saw something
3: about that circulating, but I did not read it. It could have been
1: from What's His name, the screenwriter. Um, they're two trilogies. where they're gonna make two trilogies. Oh, that's right. And, and Boba Fett was supposed to be the main bad guy of the first one. And then when he decided to not make the next three, I guess they were like, you gotta go out like a bitch. So go blow a lightsaber for a while. It's weird. Come that they, back. It's weird that they killed him at all. It would
3: have been the mystique would have been way better. It would have been cool if he fell into the starlight pit and then jetpacked out or something like that. Yeah. Isn't in that what the they books, did in the EU? In, yeah, the, yeah. in the books, he does. He does. The, he he gets out. I think he causes some sort of explosion or something. It's in Tales from the Bounty Hunters. I think because hmm. there was there was great short story books called Tales of the Bounty Hunters, Tales of the Empire, Tales from Jabba's Palace, Tales from Mos Eisley Cantina. It was like all the stories of all these random Watto's Grotto tales those Grotto tales, tales but of course, from Sebulba's house, tales from Sebulba's house, which was uh, which was written but not actually published. Mm. Right, right. Um, Would have been too good. Would have pal- put everything pale in comparison to that. Now, if so, you're done
0: talking about your fucking dumb clones and shit, I asked how everybody's doing. Everybody said good, and then Tim said bad. I'm not good. What's
2: wrong? I'm sick. Think I'm dying. Oh, uh, earlier we were talking about what topics we're doing. I was like, I want to talk about sickness and sick stories. Yeah, and you're like, have we done that before? I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah, and I did some research on it. We have. But none of us were part of the damn show because we were all sick.
3: Oh, this maybe. is when I was like Last Man Standing. Maybe it we would be. Gone. Maybe it would be a uh, you know this this sweet space jacket that you're wearing. I was gonna say he better.
0: does look like he's from the future, right? This does look like you a look Back to like the Future you're
3: too. A helium, full disclosure? Th- you're a helium three trader. Full disclosure for this this jacket. <laughs> yeah, I bought I come it back from fucking a gas
2: giant. I bought it for <laughs> kind of funny live. It was going to be my entrance jacket, and I was going to get the smiley embroidered on. Oh, I ran out of time to get it embroidered because we were working on a whole bunch of other bullshit, like Pikachu costumes and yeah. whatnot. Mm-hmm. Then I found the sparkly light-up one, and I'm like, well, fuck this piece of shit. Yeah. So it's a cheap jacket. I don't really like it, but I was like, I have it now. And then I haven't done laundry for a while, because Gia. Gia, I've been here. Gia. Um, so I'm like, you know what? I, I didn't want to debut my E3 outfits, because it ain't E3 yet. Sure. Damn well, no, I got some E3 outfits to fucking debut. Right. on Y'all bitch ass. So let me tell Whoa. you. Uh, so I, have so a, I wore
3: this instead. So... You were born in the asteroid belt mm-hmm. mm. uh, See, the in the year you- twenty three fifty two. Yep, and you and your family traveled to Saturn, specifically um, to Iapetus. <laughs> no, and Enceladus. Cl- and, and we're gonna say you lived mm-hmm. on Enceladus, the, mm-hmm. the moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, De- you became, on for a while. Yep, you, my girl. Yep, and then you were became a helium three trader, and you were often shuttling between the moons of Saturn and uh, Earth to uh, let off the payload. Of helium three and other payloads as well.
1: Yeah. Now, can I name him? I'm going to just pull a random name. Never heard this before. Let's call him Mace Windu. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I can rock it. The gas giant trainer. The thing about it
0: is that you guys kind of look like a tag team because you're in the Uh, same color palette for uh sure today. Like you're very much like your color coordinator. You already start some shit. (laughs) Any second, knock knock us out. cut a promo.
3: By the way, so you voted? I did vote. Feel the burn. Do we all vote today? (laughs) I have not voted. That's why I want to leave a little You're going to go vote. Kevin, you're 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 going to vote. Kevin, you're going to vote for Donald Trump, I assume. (laughs) You're going to vote for Hillary Clinton. And you're going to vote for Bernie Sanders. Greg, (laughs) you voted for Bernie Sanders. I I felt the burn.
1: Nick, you'll vote for Hillary Clinton, I assume? No, I'll probably vote for Kasich as well. John Kasich. Mm -hmm. I voted for John Kasich as a protest vote. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Thank you, Kevin. I'm registered as an independent, so my vote doesn't fucking matter at all. So it doesn't matter. Now
3: let me. Now let me just say this real quick. It doesn't. Interesting, and it has nothing to do with anything we're going to talk about today. But interesting story run by political magazine last week talks about Zachary Taylor in the 1840s Zachary and Taylor Thomas. Just Zachary Taylor, the general. Oh man, and how he ran as a Whig, and he won, and he was like this know nothing, like never wasn't political, changed his mind constantly still won. A, a flip-flopper, as we yeah, call it. still, but still won, destroyed the Whig Party, and then the Republicans obviously came out of, out of the ashes of that. A lot of interesting parallels there. Very interesting story about Zachary Taylor in Political Magazine. People
1: should go go read it and check it so out. Two drawing some. parallel between him and obviously Hillary Clinton.
3: Exactly. Yes. Because, because as I was telling Kevin at lunch, uh, the Republican Party first ran a presidential candidate in 1856, John Fremont, the Pathfinder. Mm. Lost to Franklin Pierce of New Hampshire, the only well, New Hampshire-born. nickname? Franklin Pierce? Yeah. The man from New Oh, he was he was considered a um what the fuck was it? A northerner with southern sensibilities. What the fuck is that term? It's like it's like something with dough. John Doe. Pillsbury Judy's Doe. dough boy. Pizza bread. Dough. Judy's fuck. Judy's fine dough. Anyway, it was something it was something people will say in the comments. Anyway, in eighteen fifty six, Franklin Pierce beat him, but then in eighteen sixty Abraham Lincoln won, second Republican ever to to run and won, and then it caused the civil war, of course. But shout uh, out to Abraham. And shout out to the Civil War. But <laughs> What I'm saying is that the party can collapse very quickly because of Trump and then rise back up. But there's a lot of parallels between Zachary Taylor and uh, 1848. No, 1846. Finally, I get no. this makes
0: so much sense because I've always heard these Southern yeah.
3: people say we, we will rise again. And they're talking about the Republican Party. No, the Democrats were actually the Southerners. Um and the racists and the slaveholders just a little piece of just a little piece of you know history of course the Republicans were the ones that were anti slavery and the Republicans ones were, were ones of course were the Northerners that fought and Man, when did you guys just turn, a, just a when quick, did when did the, the good, good guys become the bad
0: guys and the bad guys become the good guys when North- did that change somewhere happens? around season four <laughs> <laughs> everything just fucking flip flopped yeah. on that when did we start liking Jamie Lannister I don't know but we did yeah it's a great point it's true right.
2: that's a good one I like
0: um Lannister. Tim you're dying
2: I am dying I'm convinced I'm dying. I, you know, exaggerate a lot, but I think this is it. I really, I really do think You seem like you're holding end. this together. I don't think I'm going to make it to E3. My big problem here you is the last time E3. we were sick was the PAX pause. Do we I all go wait? or none of us uh, go? The
0: PAX, the PAX plague. You're, coming, uh, you're chained to me. You're not getting away. <laughs> i with none of us. When we, when,
2: we, when we were at PAX, it was like day two or something. Then all of a sudden, me and Kevin just got hit fucking PAX hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, PAX it's because you hang out with Kevin. I know. It sucked. We were... we was bad. And you got hit too. So then... And we, I never get punched by the sickness. Uh, me neither. We were pretty. <laughs> so that was the last time I, I've been sick, and uh, then that left oh, you guys. No. You guys did the show. Yeah, and yeah. We did power through. Sick.
0: We never get sick. What the fuck
2: is wrong? Um. So so now we're you know after coming off a kind of funny live. Yeah, you're tired, exhausted. I, I treated my body like utter shit. Yeah, for at least two weeks. You treated it like really Kevin bad. treats his normal body. Normally, yeah. yeah. And I don't have the resistance that Kevin has built up. Over the the you know twenty six yeah. years of his life,
0: Kevin only gets sick every three weeks. So, so yeah, yeah. Kevin you're used like to do Ryan CLEMENTS being sick all the time, but no. <laughs> so I haven't been sick since this past he's the, thing. He's the opposite. Clements always got sick because he was too clean. He had no he had no <laughs> antibodies. <laughs> Kevin will drop a sandwich in a gutter and pick it back up and eat no. it. No. Then wipe his hands on his pants, wear no, the pants no. the next no. four weeks. Well,
2: that yeah, the last part. Yeah, yeah. it's so true. Anyways, I'm I'm really not doing well. Like right after, are you getting better? Because so, so about two days after, kind of funny live, I realized that I was like, oh fuck, I'm getting sick. I can feel it, you know that shitty feeling. Then I wake up one day and I'm like, I can't go to work. Like I had to, I had to miss Gamescast or yeah. whatever that it was that day. I'm like shit. I just really can't do this because I just my head felt like there was water in it. You know what mm, I mean? There was that, that, that whole feeling. thing. I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I just need to sleep this off. Slept the entire day. Wake up the next day with a sore throat. The head feeling's gone, but now I got a sore throat. Wake up the next day with an earache. I haven't had an earache since I was like four years old. Mm-hmm. And like, do you guys can, remember? Can you remember not an earache? be here? I don't, no, I don't he's not I think, contagious. I, it's yeah, right. I think I'm past that at this point. But you better hope um, so. the maybe we'll get second. I have to go to E3. When's the last time you guys have had earaches,
0: <laughs> Nick?
2: <laughs> How does it go? How does it go?
0: It's well, you do it. No, <laughs> damn it, you do what the other person's doing. There you go. Thank
1: you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> When, when was the last, last time? time I had
3: an earache? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had an earache. Oh, really? Yeah. Man. I don't. I mean, I don't... Oh, you've had an earache. Have I? I'm sure you've had an earache. We'll call big
2: old Jamie Kennedy. It sounds like you have a sinus infection. So so the problem was, I haven't had an earache since I was like four, and I remember them being the most traumatic experiences I've ever had, because I'm a dumb little kid. So as mm-hmm. I grew up, I was like, oh, I was a dumb little kid. Like, I must have been bitching about nothing. And then, let's see what big old Jamie Kennedy has to say.
0: Because I had a lot of ailments growing up. I don't remember earaches being one of them. You sure did have a lot of ailments growing up, didn't you? Got them all written down. Hello, Greg. Hey, Mom. You're on the Game Over Greggy Show. How are you? Good. How am I? Good. Hey, in all my you know litany of sicknesses and whatever, did I ever did I suffer from earaches? No. You
1: never had earaches, but you had uh, throat problems all the time. That's why you had your tonsils and you adenoids
0: taken out. Yeah. Throat problems were I had a big throat problem. Still do. Yeah. It's too awesome. Yeah, but no, I'm sorry. Should have been all taken care of when we took out
1: those organs. Yeah, well, they probably left one in.
0: All right, thanks, mom. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye.
1: I don't know if it was taking out the organs as much as putting an organ into his mouth. Oh. Oh!
0: My mother was just on the phone! <laughs> I, <laughs> was, I at least had the
1: DC to wait until she was off. Tim's doing fucking giant cocks coming in around his mouth. <laughs> no, that could have been anything. It could have be been a big hot giant. dog. It was a cock. It, could have oh, been, it was, anyway. a, it was definitely cool. a cock. A big well, okay, mess.
2: whatever. Ear, ear infections or earaches fucking suck. And uh, I haven't had one since really I was young. very young. And then all of a sudden, I woke up at like 3 a.m. And I'm like, what the fuck is this pain? It's, it was the worst pain I've ever experienced in my entire life. Mm-hmm. It did not go away for like six hours. Couldn't mm-hmm. go back to sleep. Just ringing pain, like no, nothing made it feel more comfortable or anything. I was just like, fuck, I want to die. This is not worth living. Sure. had some ibuprofen eventually, and it eventually dulled a little bit. Since then, my ears have just had a constant ringing for the last couple Ring days. It. Yeah, it's just all I hear is ringing now. Mm. And it's like, this I can handle. This is just like... Maybe you know. have tinnitus, baby stuff.
0: When are you gonna go to the doctor? I don't know.
2: I do. When am I? You at tinnitus. Am, am I gonna I do, do it before
0: e three? Yeah, you could easily I do know. that
2: before e three. I don't think I can. It's too much to do before e three. No, there and there's really isn't. And then there's let's play That's live after. somewhere in
0: there. Th- th- those are after e three. I'm worried
2: about this, Greg. Nick, do really Colin Greg
1: live on Friday? Okay. Okay. There you go. You got the morning off. You can go. Well, do that. I'm gonna guess Tim. There's a lot. There's a few setup things he has to do before because I don't think he's been to a doctor in probably a few years. That's the problem. So I he probably it. doesn't have a primary care physician. <laughs> I got a good. I got a good one. I'll
2: send you. There's so much. So much issues with my life. I, my life is so hard, and I don't like it. I really, really, really don't like it. the no. the the ear The ear infection thing was like the worst part because that sure. was like that was the pain, and then after that, the last couple of days have just been me just kind of like dealing with it. But it's just not going away. Like I felt like I was on the decline of it, and then all of a sudden now it's like still here, and I'm worried because it's been a whole week. Yeah, and I've been like just. Down in night, Are you sleeping cool. a lot.
1: Yeah, like I, I mean, you, might, totally have a, you might have an actual sinus infection. So now, I'm in worried I have actual an actual infection. and go to the doctor and get some yeah. antibiotics and know. maybe not be in my house. Walgreens, probably like too.
0: They got stuff. Did you
3: go there? They got they got to have eardrops. And- I feel yeah. like My throat's getting a little scratchy though. That's just my that wasn't. Don't worry. I'll I will make hope sure that you doesn't. get to LA. Oh, I got, I got I'm
1: that. I want buddy.
2: I'm on the opposite end. I want <clears throat> to be good for E3. I can't wait for E3. I mean, if you're
0: going to get sick, this is a great time right now.
1: It's so cold. Exactly. Gotta a <laughs> days. You got to wait. You got to stretch it <laughs> out. Yeah, I, I won't know until Saturday, Sunday. Whether or <laughs> not. I want to poke you right there. Why? On my vote sticker? Button. The thing you'll never have? Why not? You're not gonna make a
3: device. I just have a string of them on my shelf that I put. I
0: put record. one on a PSP Some once. That was my. Cares. I loved it. That was. Your I loved thing? it. That was my thing. Yeah. So go to the doctor. I don't know, man.
2: Why don't you go to the doctor, dude? Because it's gonna be a lot of. It's a, it, honestly, it's a time thing. I mean, I don't it's have. Not
0: anything gonna take set that up. Don't have that shit. Like I don't
2: know. Just,
1: the just fuck go to the fucking
0: doctor. Go to urgent care I, uh... Oh no! You're gonna. Yeah, it'll cost
1: you an arm and a leg. No, You have a hundred bucks. Most hundred bucks. Yeah, go to urgent care. Yeah. It's they take take about an hour to get him like I've had this thing forever. Take your They'll just give you a prescription for antibiotics and you'll take Yeah, you need in. like uh, That's it. if he has anything.
3: Yeah, it, I don't think he does. And make sure don't, you're not helping. Cough indirectly you're, you're in Nick's mouth Friday working. night or Saturday my way. mouth
1: with your mouth. will do. Right around Friday. Oh, <laughs>
0: all, any of you who want to get sick it's super simple. Just accept bear food from Kevin. Ask for oh, I, whatever I'm Hey, sure can I have one no of those what. chicken wings? Can I have that cookie? I don't eat bear, so. Is that a joke or you're, that was a joke? Okay, a you joke, don't Kevin. eat bear. Mm-hmm. That was a joke. You're a piece of shit, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> it really
2: is. No, I mean I'm, I'm mostly I, I want to go to the doctor. My problem is that we're running out of time here. There's Friday. a lot of shit that has Friday. to get done. Friday, Friday, I have shit to do. Friday, you don't have shit to do. Got
3: to get passports and stuff. Friday. Oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ! Oh my God! I forgot you don't have a passport. This is an issue. You can do that at the same time. Go to urgent care. There's Walgreens across the street. I mean, you know, it's a Dude, crazy. make no, make an appointment for a post office and just go get it all taken care of. Rob a bank. When I got my passport, it was like it was f- dealing with the federal government nightmare issues always because federal government's inept and sucks. Uh, but the uh, getting my passport was like the easiest thing I'd ever done in my life. I was like, I was shocked. It was really? almost like the story I told when I when I set um, uh, set up Aaron's Internet with Comcast and it was like I was like,
1: really, that's it? That is <laughs> like the, every once in a is, while. Like, you know, that's the opposite I, uh, experience I had renewing my passport, which was the most inept experience of my entire life. Because the guy that was working at the post office, and maybe it was his silent protest, but he just refused to answer any more than one question at a time before going and helping someone else. So I, I brought the form up to him, and it's a, the form doesn't make any sense. No, So then and you well. have to give them your passport, which is terrifying, because you're like, if they if this gets lost, then I just don't have a passport, and I'll never be able to renew it. And then I was like, so is this, what am I supposed to do here? And the guy's like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's probably where your birthday goes. Excuse me one second, and then we'll like go away and help someone else. I'm like Jesus Christ, this is the worst. The scary. You need to make sure you don't have to fast track it though.
2: Yeah, you're gonna have to. I mean, I'm, fucking, have to I'm screwed. It. I'm very screwed when it comes to all this shit. You're gonna have to go to an outside agency to do it.
0: See, the problem is you just keep putting all this off though. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta tackle one of them. You gotta tackle one. Two of them. Yeah, the
3: passport needs to happen, and the 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 scariest thing for me about when I got my passport was you actually have to give them your birth certificate. See, that's the problem. They just, and then they just take it. I don't even want. To get and it then
0: they mail this. it back. What, oh, you don't have a birth certificate? I do.
2: It, it's, it's lost in your mom's house. Completely unobtainable. Well, you. It's not lost. You're I don't not exactly know. getting your, your passport then. <laughs> yeah, because well, no, I need to go get the birth certificate, and then I can get the passport. Yeah. yeah, yeah yeah without the I imagining. know the
0: process I just need to do it this is a quest it is it is
2: it's a, it's it's a multi part quest. Now, it's
3: just like Witcher
0: 3 here's what I'm gonna propose mm-hmm. it's good good it's gonna sound like a lot of work because it is mm-hmm. but it'll be worth it in the end we're doing another game over great show tomorrow mm-hmm. let's do it in the car
3: driving around doing errands for Tim it's a great idea take the whole
0: setup into, into urgent care <laughs> just sit
3: there I love, talking. I love that idea I love that idea that doesn't infringe really fr- on anyone's privacy <laughs> at the medical office Yeah, like no, not at all uh I will say that, uh, you know, I've been to Europe three times, been to Asia twice. You're not really missing, you're not really missing anything. So I can tell you about it. Okay. It's, uh... uh tell me about Asia. Asia's interesting, I've been to Japan twice. It's a very nice country. Very clean. The, the people are very nice there. The food's very good. So are you're, they like you're Mario basically stuff already set. Oh, yeah, they love video you know, games. You already know Mario, so you're fine. They good video with games. The so you're pretty much okay, okay. with Japan. Uh, Europe, uh, some people speak English, some people don't. The food's Okay. Uh, the, there's a, a lot of terrain, different kinds of terrain. Ge- uh, the geography is a little different, mm. and there's a lot of countries very close together, and you can go in between them very easily mm. because of the EU. Mm. And so basically, that's all you're missing. So you can probably just stay in the United States and be totally fine. I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah. Ham sandwiches are big in France. I like ham. Putting that out there, that's cool. the one thing they call it. au jambon, <laughs> <A>
0: jambon. <laughs> I like the little accents. France. They they, au they do that jamon. well. In any train station, okay, you, you can say me, you oh, bon, and they'll bring nice. you a same sandwich. Whenever I oh, say okay.
3: "bone," I'm looking at you, or at least thinking about you. Good bone. Uh, no, but you you should get. So when I got my passport, um, I was at IGN, and I actually just charged. That was IGN your first time. For, yeah, I oh, wow. actually charged IGN for uh, the fast track because I needed to. So you, can, it's not that expensive. I think it's like a hundred dollars, and the State Department will do it in like a month instead of like two or three.
2: Yeah. No, I looked into it recently to try because I was trying to figure all this out before we got you know, screwed, and we just constantly get screwed because we
0: just do so much shit. So but I know co- what we need to do. I feel like the pressure should be coming off you, right? In a way, kind of funny. Live was the pressure cooker killing you, and then I took the baton for E3. Yeah, it's I mean, killing me it, but like
2: that doesn't mean everything else isn't happening. No, yeah. no, he's got three
0: I mean, or four is, is, uh, is happening.
1: Kind of funny. Live,
0: E3 will there be exclusive merch? happening? There won't be exclusive. No, <laughs> no that sucks. I <laughs> want to go. Be. Actually, there will be. You know, it looks like these Lego Dimensions, Green Arrow, Super. Well, yeah, not they look fucking merch. real. I cannot wait. Is it Green Arrow? I thought it was just the Arrow. His name was the Arrow. No, that's uh, they, on the show. It was called Arrow, and then eventually he became Green Arrow there too. But it was always Green Arrow. Now he's Green Arrow there too. It's cool. Mm. Mm. He came back when he had the armor that went
1: around his tricep. He does have he does have arrow. some tricep. Is that uh, this is a bicep though, right? Well, it kind of curled around this way. Oh, yeah, okay. It was weird. I don't like the costumes on Arrow, but we don't we'll get into that now. I don't. I don't mind. You should go to Urgent Care. What's going on with John Diggle? I didn't even watch the season. He's I like, wearing a fucking weird ass helmet. Oh, that's been two seasons from now, and it looks really? like weird. Yeah, this. The no, Spartan because helmet. I watched last season. The Spartan helmet. Yeah, the visor and terrible. That was this season. I thought it was last season. <laughs> I haven't watched at all this season, so...
3: <laughs> Leading
1: into Legends of Tomorrow, you got that. It's I didn't like it at all. We'll save it, we'll save it, all we'll right. save it, we'll save it. We should have an arrow at all.
0: Actually, we'll just jump into it. It's my topic now. Tim's dead, everybody. Mm-hmm. If you're just joining us, Tim that is That topic is going to be headlined.
2: Okay. Tim Geddes is useless and dying.
0: <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Alright, my topic is in the vein of this, and we're going to get to Arrow. But it's going to start with... I've broken up with Game of Thrones. When I broke up with Christine... I didn't realize it at the time. Breaking up left, right, I was center breaking right? up with Game of Thrones too because she was the motivator. I watched Game of Thrones because she wanted to watch Game of Thrones. And I was always like, this is fine. But then the show would end and she'd be like, ooh, that's different than the book. And I'm like, oh, what happened in the book? And she'd tell me what happened in the book. And I was like, what happens next? She's like, and you'd you be, you be like, no, no, it would be like, no, no, fucking Tyrannosaurus went and did this. And I'm like, which one's Tyrannosaurus? And she's like, it's this one. And I'm like, is he the small, the really bit? I don't know, like, who are, this, is he the little person? Is he the one hanging out with the, the little girl? And like, no, and like, we went, it, eventually I just had the name, well, I, we're talking about Dinkle. We're talking about the guy with no dick. Dinklebot. Dinklebot. That's mm-hmm. the that's only one I'm talking about, Destiny. Who's the kid that got pushed out of the window? Bran. I remember that because he's like Bran Flakes, and that always makes me giggle, like, he keeps people regular. <laughs> Who's the big ogre guy? That's Hodor, come on, Hodor. that's easy.
3: Who's the, the guy that always is scheming? Littlefinger
0: No he's the no dick guy Oh no there is that guy too Oh the other no Who's the no dick guy No dick guy Varys. is the eunuch dude the, he, look, he looks like looks he, Ferris He, he doesn't he's have like a penis an, He's right? like an effeminate kingpin that's how Didn't he get his penis, penis cut off or something Yeah that's yeah. his There's thing
1: no BB. Ferris? Ferris Who's the other guy Varys. That got A-R-Y-S. his penis cut off
0: Oh uh, There's the Unsullied uh, Golf No no Gort They renamed him Gort or whatever that is true but he's we're thinking the Unsullied about the guy don't have dicks the and Theon Greyjoy does not
2: have a dick. No, who's, no, we don't that's true. do
3: know if the Unsullied have dicks or not? Who's? No, no, it, not who's oh. Who's they don't got no dicks. The woman that likes the fire. Melisandre.
0: Daenerys. But she yeah, she can't get burned by fire. Daenerys
1: can't get burned.
0: But I don't like the Melisandre. Daenerys. That's about the Red Witch lady. Yeah. Melisandre. Oh, she's so Daenerys pissed me off a lot because she's it was so literally like Dutch. Khaleesi, Daenerys, Danny, there's all these names, and people like you use them interchangeably. So I have no fucking idea. Well, for a while, I had no fucking idea who you're talking about. We're getting off track. Christine was the motivator to go watch this show. I was fine who with it. Who is Khaleesi? She's Danny. No, Khaleesi is a title. She owns that title. I believe the full name is Danny, Daenerys, Khaleesi. Dra- Drago, Drago, Prego,
1: Prego, Prego. Is it hyphenated? Stormborn. Where's the hyphen go?
0: Everywhere, <laughs> every letter,
1: <laughs> really long name. Uh,
0: but I, uh, so I came around this season. It was time to, for Game of Thrones to come on, and I just never, ever was motivated or cared about watching. And then I, uh, every Sunday night, people are freaking out on Twitter and with the Hodor stuff. No spoilers. I was like, what? I li- I liked Hodor fun. What happened to him? And I just went and read Geek and Sundry's recap. I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. But it took me three minutes to read it here rather than the thirty minutes to watch the show they may or may not have naked people in, in the show it. though but
2: we got to be home. real careful it's about spoilers. Yeah we're, not gonna be, yeah we're not going to get to that I mean you
1: know, making sure everyone knows that i can understand if you were to say you were going to break up i mean i'm assuming this is a larger issue for you but breaking up with game of thrones last season i could see see i think that's part of it is that i, st- I stumbled along with last season yeah last so like, season was a on. lot of setup and in my opinion probably the worst season of all of the entire show up to this point this season because they are sort of racing to the end now a lot of stuff is moving a lot faster, and we're yeah. getting a lot of answers to things. So unlike, um, like, they're not doing the thing that I hoped they wouldn't do, which is is the lost ending where they're like, oh shit, we have to scramble uh, and answer or answer a bunch of stuff very quickly. Now there's they're not setting anything up anymore. Yeah. Now it's it's you know, with the exception of a, sm- a small characters here and there, but now now it's sort of like let's let's start having definitive ends to what's going. I on I just here. feel
0: like they burned it too. They took too long to get there. I just don't care. I got, I don't have it in me. And that's the problem. I respect that.
1: Thank you. I don't. I don't understand this, Greg.
2: I really don't. Like Game of Thrones to me is like on another level of I don't understand what we did as a species to deserve something so good. So well thought out. We supported so George R. R. Martin. It's it's crazy to me. Like, Jets the, fan. I was talking to Kevin about this this morning. Like the <laughs> the amount of characters on this show and the amount of phases yeah. and eras that we've seen and different families and different places in this world. Like when you look from season one to where we're at now, yeah. it's ridiculous. Like just even if you look at any single character and look at their their journeys, there was so few low points, and all of it makes sense enough that I'm like, holy shit! Like it's so well thought out, mm-hmm. all of it. And it's like when you start talking about it, like all right, there's 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 zombies and
0: there's um, yeah. Don't even get me started on the Iceman. But you bring in all oh, these like, other from elements. From season one, they're coming. Oh, they're still coming. Oh, they're coming. Oh, we see one. They're coming. Fucking get there. They're coming, and that's Too the late. end. No, you had your chance. No, you that's, had your that's chance. The Iceman.
2: The Iceman will come at the end, and that's the whole point. And I like that. It, it, they are giving us these little things throughout the seasons. There's so many characters and so many plots that they're jumping back and forth. And you get all the like those the the buddy systems where it's like who the fuck thought Hound and Arya would be cool together they that was were cool awesome was cool part. right yeah. and so you start seeing or Jamie and uh, Brienne like those those yeah, moments make it all worth it and it's like like I was joking about earlier like Jamie who the fuck in season one would have thought they had to like and root for Jamie yeah and now we're at a point where it's like you don't even know who to root for because you're kind of rooting for everyone but you're also kind of against everybody and I love it I think that it's so it is just it's The level of detail and the attention that they give to everything and um, from a cinematographer point of view, like I can't believe how crazy the shots are, especially this season, like the um, symbolism they use and the the way that they use the camera. I was telling Kevin there's a shot in this episode that I'm not going to give character names or anything, but there's one character who's like walking and there's a lot of death around them. And then it cuts to another character walking with a lot of life around them, but they're dying. And it's like total flip of what we saw a couple seasons earlier. And I'm like, man, like the level of detail where they thought about that. And there's so much. Nothing is there just because there's yeah. always a reason.
0: I fucking love it. I respect that fine, But I'm, I don't. It's not in my life and I don't need it. And I, the, this goes back to Arrow. Where mm-hmm. I finally was just like, I didn't, I bailed halfway through last yeah. season of Arrow because it was so bad. And then I've only heard bad things about this one too. Did the dog just throw her own toy? <laughs> yeah. That's something Lola does, huh? Yep. That's awesome. Yep. That is awesome. She just plays with herself. That sounded weird. But I gave up on Arrow and didn't miss it this season. And then I tried it. I started
1: Legends of Tomorrow and I was like, you know what? No, I'm good. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's systemic of, of just an issue that network and cable television is having in general. Like. HBO, I, I don't count as cable television. I count them as, some, as like a, perm, a premium network. Um, they're giving you something different. And, and in this regard, I think Tim's right. Like it's, You should come back to it because I think you're going to see a story unfold at the end of all this that is truly unique and awesome and of a, such a scale that we probably won't ever see that again. Um, but then you go to things like Arrow, you go to things like Legend of Tomorrow, and they're just they're just cookie cutter toward a certain degree like you know sure. how they're going to go they're very formulaic they're very monster of the week you're going to you're not getting a very unique experience there because they just can't they are pigeonholed to 23 you know 12 between 12 and 23 episodes yeah, seasons yeah. they have to do way too much with way too little um with the exception of flash i just don't think there's much there for a lot of these shows i haven't watched supergirl but i have to imagine it's probably kind of a variation on the theme
0: yeah yeah
1: it's just there's just too much of it right and that's the other thing that's too the is weird we're, thing. we are aware of how much it is and we are educated now. So we get bored very quickly when people don't deliver something new. But it's really hard to deliver something new because we've been watching TV on this planet now. TV's not new anymore, you know? Yeah. And, and Well, that's
0: the interesting thing when you talk about it. And you're talking about all these DC shows and even Gotham, which I never even gave a shot. Like I remember when Smallville was on TV and it was so fucking amazing that there was a comic book TV show or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now there are so many of them that it's just like... I I can finally pick and choose, and I feel weird doing it because I feel like
1: I should be watching everything, but I just don't care about it. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I revel in that now where I'm like, I had a bunch of stuff that I used to tape, and, or a DVR rather, and uh, I just get to a point where I'm like, am I just filling time with this? And that's the thing. is like I've always been the guy who wants to play games.
0: I'm, I'm playing games as my entertainment. Mm-hmm. TV is really only there on the DVR for when I'm eating. So I can right. put something on and have it go because you can't do both. Which isn't very often these days.
1: Twitter.
0: But yeah, I even fear The Walking Dead. Like, awful this season. Like, it's just a terrible start to that yeah, season. So many people on the Reddit have been like, no, come back. It gets better. I'm like, I don't have time for it to get better. I don't want this. It needs to be great out of mm-hmm. the gate if I'm going to give any, if I'm going to even gonna pay any attention to this crap. And I just don't want to pay attention to this crap. So I'm not. And I thought that I would miss it, but I don't. Yeah. I only have my, I have my you know, I'm, I rest in peace, Nashville. I'm sure someone will pick it up and fix it. Uh, I hope someone picks it up. I want real Walking Dead to come back. Of course, it'll be back soon enough, and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll be mad about the premieres. we were mad about the ending. I'm sure. Um, I watched the Girlfriend Experience at the urging of one Nick Scarpino and yeah. Damon Hatfield. What did you think of that? It was, it was, it was interesting. It was different. Yeah, you know, what I mean, that's the big thing about it. Probably, it, it's. I think you were the one who was talking about how fast the episodes go. Yeah, they totally do. I, you know, I watched two night and then would go to bed or whatever. It's like how I was winding down my evenings. Um, and yeah, it was fascinating because. It was something completely different. It yeah. was this character who we're talking about rooting for, right? And I was like, I don't like you. Yeah. I know mean, you're not. You're not. Well, you're like a weird. Per- you are a sociopath. Yeah. You are correct yeah. in all this. And then it was like it's creepy because the actress played it so well. Yeah. They're like, man, like, is she like this in real life? Yeah. <laughs> Portilla, come here. Is she like this in real life? Is she that weird? you know, I don't know what's going on. And so, yeah, that was different. But even at the ending of it was like super weird because it did the whole thing where. It peaked, and like here's like the climax, and her world's do you know blah blah blah. Yeah, I don't want to spoil her yeah, evil. and then it was like, and here's two more episodes of like life after that. Yeah. You're like okay, and then it just ends like really awkwardly. But I'm I'm like I guess that's like the point, right?
1: That her life yeah, is I in mean, an awkward. I mean, that's that's what exa- exactly why I liked that show because it's everything is so similar now that when you find an experience like like the girlfriend experience where you have a show like that that does not try to do the same. Uh, well-traveled road as every other show out there. I I yearn for those kinds of experiences now. Yeah. Um. And they are. It is unsettling. And it's not a show that you're going to walk away and be like, huh, I learned something.
0: But yeah, right? no, and, and that, that's totally fine. And that's it's, why it spe- stands out. Right? It's, it's the same thing, I think, what we look for in games, where it's like you look for a game that breaks the mold or does something different. Or the, yeah. you know, I mean, the reason Fallout 4 doesn't resonate as much with us is because it's Fallout 3 again. And that's the same thing probably with like the reason... Season four of Arrow, season five of Arrow, whatever,
3: isn't resonating the same ways because we've seen a million seasons of well, this. Right. Well, I think you know to Nick's point, I think so. I watched Game of Thrones. I think through. I, can we spoil anything from a few years ago, or is that not? Is that a, is that a full pocket? I can tell you exactly. A few years I, ago, I was think fine. You're,
2: you're you're midway, not even midway through season four. I think. Yeah, I, I, I like know when, where you when What's his name? Died Joffrey.
3: It was a, yeah, uh, that's where. But I, I saw that episode. I think I saw an episode after that, and I stopped. Mm-hmm. There's no real reason for it. It was just like I think it's like I think it's a great show. I just. Um, I agree with Nick that like we're looking for something like maybe a little bit of hybrid of what Greg and Nick have both been saying which is that I think we're looking for um, unique experiences right like I Love Lucy resonated so much with people and still resonates with people because it was really the first of its kind and so Mm -hmm. like it was like a unique kind of show or um, I think even though we shit on Lost, like Lost was so intriguing because there was really nothing quite like that, right? Um, on television at the time, especially that was kind of in the you know we had the internet in the early two thousands, the mid two thousands, obviously, but it was like really before we had VOD and all these kinds of things. Like that was an experience. Like people used to sit down and watch that. I was in like college TV when I was lost. Yeah, I was like I used to. Yeah, like we used to have. Like I used to go to my friends um, almost every week and watch that show live. Mm. It was like an event, you know. And yeah. uh, so I think that you know. To me, there's only a few shows I've watched in the last few years that I like have had any resonance with me at all. I was really sad when Mad Men was over because I think mm-hmm. Mad Men's one of the great shows of all time. I think that's like a fucking unquestioned beautiful show. Perfect. Almost a little problem. But even the last season was fucking awesome. Symbolic. I love that we talked about it, you know, you know, extensively. Even shows that are a little pulpy and, and not like great like Jericho. I really loved because again, it was unique and like that was a, 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 I love the idea of the United States ending and getting new- bombed and all right. this kind of stuff. And like, what is that like? Yeah. Um, There were shows that have come and gone that, you know, were were, uh, that, you know, come back every year, like House of Cards that, you know, is going to be really good. I have said time and time again, I think Man in the High Castle is a fucking fantastic show. Um, But like there's only so much time for this. So when when Game of Thrones stopped speaking to me on on the level of speaking to me, say, in the first two seasons, um, I was like, well, I'm not really married to the show. And I used to watch it by myself. So it was like it's not I'm not really enjoying it with anyone. I did have those moments, those rousing moments of, you know, the the last episode of the first season um, was a fucking amazing episode. And the one thing I really like about Game of Thrones that I think I I respect more than anything is that it's not fan servicey at all. Like they like obviously a lot of it's already been written. Yeah, um, but nothing sacred. And I think that there aren't a lot of shows like that where they're like, fuck you. Like we're killing this character. Now we're killing this character. Now we're killing this character. You like this guy is dead. We're going to gruesomely murder this person mm-hmm. I, or this person just going to disappear. This person becomes bad or this person becomes good. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Like, that's I think the one thing I respect most about Game of Thrones is that it has no respect whatsoever for the end, the end user. It's just like this is the story. And you see things getting circulated on Twitter and on Facebook all the time. People getting upset when this happens or this person's dead or whatever. And, and and it's like a big middle finger to them. And I'm like, that's awesome. It's like, because you're still going to watch it. And yeah. we, know, we want you to get attached to these characters so you feel something. It's, it's, it's a, as opposed to like, let see, that's the Sopranos funny. where like, to, we knew Tony Soprano was probably going to die eventually. And I think he did die in the last episode. We don't really know one way or the other, but mm-hmm. you're not going to kill Tony Soprano in the second season of the Sopranos, no. you know, like, but not this you one you want to go six, six like, seasons or
1: eight seasons. Yeah. How long it went.
3: And I love that. So I'm like, the, the show's just about different people now. Or like, there's like one or two people, but you thought it was really about this person, but it's not about that person because he's fucking dead, right? And now you think all oh, those people. And I was like, I really like that, but it is labyrinth storytelling to the max, and like, it's one of those things that I don't think is accessible to a lot of people. I think a lot of people, I really do believe, a lot of people watch Game of Thrones, and I think I was one of them that has has in a very literal way lost the plot. I think that people just like watch it because it's it's part of the zeitgeist. So that the, thing, that's know?
0: why it'll be interesting to see when it gets to the end and it is all right. This is the final season. How many people catch up? Will I catch up? Will I do? Because that's what I did with them. Um, when Breaking Bad had announced its end but like it was still like two seasons out I finally one week and gave it a chance and just marathon binge watched I think it was four seasons and then watched the fifth one on demand because it was going on live or whatever and it was like that was a great way for me to get into it mm-hmm. rather than try to keep up it's like comics right when you're trying to keep up yeah. month to month and come back from breaks and try to figure out what the hell's going on and who
1: these people are anymore. well Breaking Bad specifically was like anything that has that takes those big breaks with, uh, or hiatus, those mid-season breaks. They started doing to kind of to, yeah. to break up. Those were terrible, yeah, because they really do break up the the sort of emotional uh, uh, involvement that you have in the show.
0: And that's why I think you know what Colin was talking about. He me- he mentions in Man in the High Castle. He talks about House of Cards. Like yeah, yep, those are awesome experiences. You know, Daredevil season one for me was an awesome experience. <laughs> yes. Jessica Jones was an awesome experience. Girlfriend experience was an awesome experience because I got to sit there and just. Blaze through them on my timetable and not get lost, and be really into it, and know everybody's motivations from episode to episode, day to day that I was watching it, and then be
1: done with it. Yeah, and there's like there's there's a certain magic to that, right? There's a certain like you get immersed in the world, and you have there's for the girlfriend experience specifically, there is a tension to that show that grows subtly and slowly that you're aware of from the very first frame, and then by the time that that comes to a head, you're with her in that right, and and it reflects. It's hard to describe because, you know, what you're talking about is how you're like, I don't like this character. But, you know, in any good storytelling, obviously, like you see yourself or or parts of yourself reflected in the main character. Right. That's why we sort of we, you know, sympathize with them or we're on that journey with them. Right. And so with that experience, you're like, God, this is so well done because I can understand why she's doing this. And I see this the part of myself that you know, would do something like that. And, and, oh, not, not, you know, to that degree, but I know you like sex and money, Nick, you know, but... spoilers. I don't know if too many people are going to watch it, but like you should idea, watch
0: it. You can get it. You can get your free one. trial on it. It.
1: Amazon. But the idea behind it is that she is a, uh, a high class escort, right? But she also has a law career and you can, you tell very early on that she really likes being an escort. And then it deals with sort of the taboos behind that, right? Her family is like, why are you doing this? And, and then she finally is, you, you She never really says it outwardly, but you get the idea that you're like, she just really likes this. And this, is, this she is, says is something that, that she really likes. Yeah. And... Why am, and then you're sitting there judging her, right? You're looking at you going, like, "Well, she shouldn't like that. This is illegal and immoral or whatever. But oh, then, I the
0: only thing I judge her for was the dead eyes all the time. The robot, like you know what I mean? Like, I, and I don't mean I, in, I don't mean in like the sex, I just mean how right. cold she was general from her law <laughs> degree. See, I love and then
1: she got to turn on the character as right. the escort. Yeah, yeah. And then and it, so so that to me, so going back to my point, when you hit those that point where that character finally realizes that there's a power in that and that is awesome storytelling. What, what the danger becomes when you, as the audience you get that sense? whether it's, you're aware of it or not that they're stringing you along because they just want to keep creating seasons of the show sure. that's what happened with Lost and that's what pissed me off yeah, about yeah. that show because yeah, I will too. say the first two seasons of Lost they're excellent are the best two seasons of television ever made
3: yeah they're I mean the, followed they're, by they're, the third season
1: where you're like what the, the third
3: f- season was what the fuck awful the third season was aw- I remember coming back for the other season and saying, this sucks and because so, when you go into the hatch like the first episode of the second season was like when like it blew your mind you thought like, you were time with, traveling yeah with Desmond and like, and it, it starts with him like cooking or something Yeah, and, like, yeah, and I'm like this is fucking awesome and the numbers and all that record yeah, yeah like right. so yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like obsessed with the numbers it was like really sad um yeah I, I mean i like there are shows contemporary shows that or shows that have just recently ended that i think are good uh the good wife's a really great show but sure. but it's but it's 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 procedural meets um it's really procedural meets serial so i think that it's like <laughs> easier to follow you you don't really have to watch it in order um <laughs> it like S- should
0: svu um, S- works so well you yeah. Pop in
3: anywhere you want. What, yeah. what are you up to Benson? Show me. And I, I think that um, there are shows that people have recommended to me that I really want to watch. Mr. Robot apparently is supposed to be excellent. And that's yeah. like one of the, the shows that I really want to watch. But, you know, it comes back to me where I, I, I've i been watching the Americans like the, I watched almost mm-hmm. the first the whole first season. I'm like, this show just isn't good. Yeah. And like and it's and it's and I'm like, I just I want to like what a great fucking idea. Deep, deep, deep cover. cover for people cover don't know what it's all about. Deep cover Soviets that are like so deep cover that they're like training the Soviet Union in the 60s to become totally American and they come to the United States in the 70s and they're just a totally American family. Like they have American kids and like they they don't ever speak Russian. They don't like ever talk. It's like really, really. Yeah, it's a really great idea. And I'm like, but this show just sucks. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't have time. So like everyone's like, it gets better in the second and third year. Like, I don't no, have no. time for this. Like, That's that game video just, game bullshit of it yeah. gets better at twenty yeah, hours it's in. Like, like, it, no. it's like I don't want to invest that much. There's too many other things that I want to do and other other things that I want to watch. And so I agree with you. Like I want to get back to Game of Thrones because I know it's good. It's one of those shows my fucking father like loves. He's like obsessed with Game of Thrones. And when I know he gives things time, like The Walking Dead's another one where he's yeah. like, You gotta get back into The Walking Dead, I'm like, You're telling me that? Um, you do yeah so, so it, <laughs> those are different things though I I recently
2: got into Walking Dead where I started watching Game of Thrones at right when season 3 started so I binge watched 1 and 2 I've been watching every Sunday that they released since season 3 Walking Dead recently I just binge watched all of them and caught the latest season live sure. as it happened and like they're, they're different shows walking dead really is based just on those wow moments and it is on the character dying and that the shock of that, whatever. But uh game of thrones, it's like, it's those death moments are just the, and it's not always death, but usually it is. Um, they, they're more just the tent pole moments that, you know, kind of like, your, your attention and stuff, but like all the other shit that happens in between really matters and really builds. And I think that what you were talking about of having the, the binge watching thing and just like mm-hmm. how things are moving towards that. I think the Game of Thrones respects the, the artistry of the, the cliffhanger and of leaving you thinking about the show in a way that most shows that I watch do not do. Like Walking Dead, like they'll have their cliffhangers and stuff, but like most people feel really gypped from how they handled. The, the last well, that, season because that was so not
0: them exactly the right
2: and usually they're, they're pretty good but this season also they had the whole Glenn thing and there was a whole bunch of things they yeah, did yeah. that were questionable whereas Game of Thrones when it does stuff like I feel like you are missing out on Game of Thrones if you're not either binge watching it right. or watching week to week and I think that it's a big thing because every week it is appointment viewing and it is something where all of my friends have plans around that show yeah. they're all watching it together I every week text Kevin where you watching the show how are we doing this the next and he morning, says, "Oh my Nick we 'll talk about it you know and it 's discussing like where do you think the plot's going, and I think that the the creators of the show specifically the the producers of the show are so good at understanding the the nature of fandom nowadays, and there 's all these articles now about what fans demand and expect from mm-hmm. from all these forms of media, and I think that The creators of Game of Thrones know that and work around that in a really fun, unique way where we are questioning what's going to happen. And there's three more episodes this season. And we're trying to roadmap because that's how people engage with content now is you're trying to get ahead of it. You're always trying to get ahead of it. And them trying to come up with ways to surprise us is the that's where the fun comes and Mm -hmm. not knowing like having your theories and there's a, a, a unique payoff to having your theories Be right and there's also something to being surprised And I think Game of Thrones it needed Last season to build that and it like it's Not the oh Game of Thrones gets good three Seasons in it's Game of Thrones needed A lull season Five sure to build up so that they can now They're past the books rapid fire We're setting up the end game
0: I, s- I Feel like I'm with you and I that's why I think it'll Be a different I think it's a different uh, uh, Opinion or lens when you binge watch It binge watch because that was the, what I always Felt with Walking Dead season two where we, so many people left like this is boring get out of the fucking woods and i was like why are we taking so long in the woods fuck sophia what is going on but that was because it was stretched out in our real-time yeah, lives see, whereas yeah, when you watch that when you binge watched i remember you, you're you the one who
2: okay, came back to me i love that and season and no, you, I, you I, I hate it i have
1: binge watched it i, I, it. Yeah, I still yeah. hated it oh yeah it was i thought so it was so slow I thought and... it was awesome awesome and th- but that's the thing to be like those two shows have a lot of similarities right they're all these big epic uh these these epics that have multiple characters and multiple storylines happening um, and you get invested in it and, and they, they sort of evolve and flow. Um, that's sort of where they end as far as the similarities, because to me, Walking Dead has been three or four different shows already, whereas Game of Thrones is just an epic tale sure. that you can tell comes from amazing books. And I'm not saying once, but in the other, I love Game of Thrones, but season one and season five, I'm sorry, um, uh, Walking, Walking, Dead. Walking Dead season one and last season was a season five. Last season four, yeah. I'm bad at that. No, it's it's more than four, it's I would f- think. No, yeah. Whichever what last season was, six just radically, just, radically yeah. different seasons, radically different characters, totally different shows sure. at this point, right? But that's fucking awesome. And it's kind of the point. It is the point. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's the problem is, you know, and this kind of goes down into the minutia of what a fan is and whether or not we have the right to, to sort of dictate what that content is really going to mean. Because I find that my reaction to shows that are outside of the norm goes like this. What is this shit? I don't like it. It's not what I normally expect. And then, oh, wait, maybe this is something cool that's not, oh, I'm addicted to this. It's the same with House of Cards. It was the same with Game of, Game of Thrones. I watched the first couple episodes. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get into this. Then by like three or four, I'm like, oh, this is something. I see what this is now. I did not even know what to expect. This is amazing. Same with Walking Dead. It took me, yeah. it took me three years to get into that. Right. Um, yeah, the, yeah the, that's the thing with Walking Dead, which is... I think difficult for me. Cause I
3: realize that I realized that there's a bit of, I'm in my own mental conundrum with television where I'm like, I, I don't like the walking dead because it doesn't tell a lore based story. But then I fell in love with a show like down Abbey That is nothing but character driven, like has no reason to exist other than the fact that it's just telling character stories as no, a social commentary, but sure. it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, and right. so I'm like, well, that's, that's contradict. That's a <gasps> total contradiction. But I think it's because with something that's more sci-fi or just walking that's not really sci-fi, but something that's like f- fantastic. Um, it's like you're looking for a reason for it to exist other than the reason. And and so the walking dead for me was like, I'm tired of this. I'm like, I don't even give a fuck like about any of these characters. The world is what's interesting. And they refuse to talk about it. You yeah. know? And, and and that was like one of the things where I'm like, like, so who gives a fuck about any of these people? What happened? You know, like, does anyone give a fuck? Like, I'm not, I just want to like, go around shakes people. and then I'd be like, you almost touched on it at the end of season one. And then you walked away from it forever. Which was like the worst part of the entire show. Right? I, I liked it when they were going to the CDC and I was like, I thought that was awesome yeah me too I was really? like holy shit like what happened what happened what happened what happened it was a massive and, like, oh, never mind. and then yeah. they just and they just left over and then they go to a farm for like 17 years and then they go to like other things And I'm like all right this is fucking boring but I also realized that I probably should go back and watch it again because I think that there's a contradiction there with some of the others character driven stories that I like in other words it's saying that that it's not right or wrong it's that I've been looking at sh- I've been looking at shows through the lens of lost and Jericho when it's those kinds of shows where it's like these characters are fine but like what happened that's what's interesting right, that's right, all I right. care about um, meanwhile, there's shows like mad men that are all about one person and it's all story driven or shows that I really hold in a high regard. Like Sopranos is really not even about the story. It's about, it's about Tony Soprano. Yeah, so, it's about the people, um, it's about Don Draper. Yeah, exactly. So, so to me, I, I'm just looking for those different kinds of experiences. But when the, the, the thing that's, I, I, I get afraid of going into new shows and kind of dedicating time to them is, is what I call the breaking bad effect, which was, I'm always looking for something new and something fun to watch and, and something to enjoy my time with. But then I'm always afraid that I'm gonna hate this thing that like everyone seems to like. And I That's think Breaking, no problem, Bad, I think Breaking right? Bad was trash. Like I, I hated That's that right. show. we
1: talked about this And
3: and like the first season's excellent. Excellent. I love the first season. And then it's just like, who are you rooting for? What is the like why are you doing this? Why are you being like this? None of this makes any sense. Right. I forced myself to the end of it. And at the end I was like, that was such a waste of time. I would rather just thought that I never watched this great show. <laughs> You know, and like, and oh, I can always watch this great show, but I never get to it as opposed to like, so I'm always a little bit afraid that I'm going to be a little bit out of the mainstream, which is why I'm trying to identify a few shows that I want to watch. Mr. Robot is one that people have been like begging me to watch and I do. And it sounds awesome. It's about a guy that's like sabotaging a corporation. Basically, I think financially. And it's Um, the guy from Until Dawn. It is the guy. Yeah, the guy from Until Dawn. So um, I don't know. I just think that like watching television is a selective kind of is watching a selective kind of is a selective kind of thing for me. And I just wish. Um. Thematically, that I was getting more of what I wanted. That's why I think *Man in the High Castle* is so cool. But what I really loved thematically the most again was Jericho, and I wish that we would get back into something like that was so like post-America that it's like really fun for for me to watch, or whatever, and more lore driven But it didn't seem like anyone really liked that except for me. So, do you um no. do you watch Veep? Yeah, I watch I watch the like most of the first season of okay. Veep. It's great. It's a comedy though. Like the, like comedies are easy. Comedies are easy to get into. Like I still go back and watch *The Office* constantly. Or yeah. um. Like when I'm just eating food or whatever I'm, I'm watching. And there's like great documentary type series. Like I, I've been recommending The Circus, which is fucking awesome. Um, but uh, which I think is on Showtime. Um, and the show that I've been falling in love with recently that I've been mentioned many times now is, is The Path, which is fucking rad. It's a really great show. It's on Hulu. It's about a cult in upstate New York. And it's 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 fiction. Uh, Aaron Paul's Aaron the main Paul's, character. Yeah. Um, and it's really cool because it's about this like fucked up cult and like people that are trying to get out of it and people that are trying to get in it and all this kind of stuff and it's like I'm like cool so interesting subject matter mm-hmm. but this seems to marry this the this character driven shit with the lore driven shit which is what I like the most yeah I don't know, we'll see where it goes hopefully it's good hopefully it's not a a lost situation where I had to like call my family five years later and apologize to all of them for getting them in the lost I'm like I know it's a whole waste I'm sorry like I begged you to watch this show and you fell in love with it and you hate yourself now too I'm sorry so to
0: summarize Game of Thrones sucks bring back Nashville this topic was brought to you by Harry's A Harry's shaving set will make the perfect Father's Day gift. It looks cool, it feels special, and it's something that Dad will actually use. Dad's can be impossible to shop for, Nick. I know. Oh shit, Father's Day is coming
1: up. Yeah, it is. hard. My dad's birthday is around the corner too.
0: You don't want to get another tie or a pair of socks he's never going to wear, but you also don't want to get something really practical that doesn't feel special enough to be a gift. Thankfully, Harry's Harry's has you covered. While supplies left, Last, Harry's is offering a special limited edition shave set for Father's Day. Get one for dad and get one for yourself, too. The limited edition Father's Day shave set includes a matte black razor handle, a chrome razor stand, Harry's moisturizing foaming shave gel, three of Harry's handcrafted blade cartridges, and a travel cover, all for $40. Plus, it comes in a sleek, giftable box with the option to add custom engraving and a personalized card. Harry's also offers shaving sets at different price points starting at $15. Get one for yourself. Go to harrys.com right now and redeem this special offer code for fans of the show. Harry's will give you $5 off your first purchase with the promo code KINDAFUNNY. Don't wait. Economy shipping for Father's Day ends on Thursday, June 9th. So act now. That's Harrys. s.com. Enter the code KINDAFUNNY at checkout to get $5 off. Get Dad something he'll actually use for Father's Day.
3: Oh. Hello there. We did this episode yesterday, and I was thinking about it today, and I realized that the way I start the next topic might be jarring for some of you, especially if you're in mixed company or around uh, people you don't want to hear really bad language. So I'm just warning you now, especially if you're listening to the audio version, you may want to shut it off if you're with people that you don't really want to hear bad language. All right. We'll see you later. Bye. Colin. Yes. What do you got for me? Uh, Cunt. Hmm. 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 Why is this word so offensive? Why is
0: this word so offensive? I have so no offensive? idea. I've I never no understood idea. this. If you can call everybody a pussy, why can't you call everybody a cunt? So uh, see,
2: I, I don't think you should. I, I think it's it is offensive. Um, but why? I don't get. it. Is I it just?
0: Is it just because it's reserved for like talking about? A, a, oh, that that woman is very mean. so She's a cunt. Yeah, I think that's how it is
1: in our society. Yeah, sure. Well, but, I know.
0: Oh, in Britain they use it all the time. Yeah. They're just throwing cunts around so like this no big is, So this
3: is the thing, right? It's the the word. The word, even in different English-speaking societies, and I think the major English-speaking societies, obviously the United States and England, um, in England, it's thrown around like you're, you can, the word cunt is basically like punk, like like you're a punt, you're a punk, you're a cunt, you're a, like, mm-hmm. like and they're just throwing this word around like it's willy-nilly. Like it's, but in the United States, it has this deep offensive connotation, like this deeply offensive connotation, like you, it's a word you do not use. Right, yeah. And I wonder why that, like, why that is. So I looked it up. Got me some history? And... Benjamin Franklin said it once. So there's a... Martha Washington. So I found a bunch of stories, and you can really just Google why is cunt offensive and find a bunch of things that people are... But on Slate, Forrest Wickman, earlier in, uh, a couple years ago, in 2013, writes, rhymes with runt. How did the C word become such an offensive insult? And it says, the satirical newspaper The Onion offered a rare apology yesterday after a joke that a nine-year-old actress was kind of a cunt, right? <laughs> the word always been so patently offensive. No. In Middle English, the word could be used as a standard term for the female genitalia in a matter of that was quite matter of f- in a manner that was quite matter of fact. The earliest instance of the word recorded in the Oxford English Dictionary is actually from the name of a thirteenth century London street. The name appears to have been quite literal and there was at least one other red light district of the same name in Oxford. Um, and then he goes on the word became more offensive over the next few centuries while Chaucer used the variant quaint in both the Miller's Tale and the Wife of the Bath's Tale, Shakespeare dared only to slyly allude to the word. And Hamlet, for example, when Ophelia tells Hamlet that yes, he can lie on her lap, Hamlet puns in his response: "Do you think I meant country matters?" That's some fucking deep Middle English shit right there. Damn. In Twelfth Night, Shakespeare finds a coded way to spell out the word when uh, Malvolio recognizes his ladies, sees her use, ends her tease. Um, so basically, it goes on. This is a really interesting story. People can go read about like the 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 evolution of it. But he goes, why has cunt become so much more taboo than, say, snatch or pussy? Right. The main reason may simply be that it's blunt. Linguists note that unlike uh, those other words for the female genitalia, whose origins are Latin, euphemistic or diminutive, cunt is plain and Anglo-Saxon. There is also the sound of the word. Many of the most taboo words, in addition to generally being Anglo-Saxon in origin, are monosyllables with short vowels such as shit, piss, fuck and cock. These are considered more offensive than words of the same meaning like poopy, pee, screw and willy. In fact, one of the only the other words to share many with of those characteristics is twat, <laughs> which is also considered highly offensive, though its origins are uncertain. Mm. So what do you guys think about this? This has always been a weird one to me. It's a word I don't use, but it's a word I don't use because in America, I've been programmed to never say it. Right. So when you watch like a uh, Guy Ritchie film or you watch like, like, yeah. or you just see something in England, like they're throwing this word around. But they have a cool accent when they say it. Right. Oi, Gavner! You're you're like, oh, okay, I can say it. Cute. So do you guys think that this word should be as loaded? Because I, I agree. It's like, why not it, it means the same thing as pussy. We call right. each other pussies all the time. And yeah, the, but, there's but, no but, offensive nature. It, it
2: doesn't though, because with with that in particular, that has a, a different connotation that over time we've given that. Like you wouldn't call someone a pussy in a snatch in the same way. You know what I mean? Snatch, sure. cunt, pussy. Yeah, those all mean one thing, but like it's like a Venn diagram and sure. they, they they don't all fall in the same way. I think snatch and cunt do. Uh, I think pussy is a different thing where pussy is also used as a way to say that somebody is
1: afraid of something or somebody is not, you know, well, also, yeah, I mean, to do something, it boils down to, you don't call a female, you wouldn't call a female a pussy. You wouldn't be like that girl's a pussy. Like you, you we, most of those terms are used derogatory against guys. Right. So, and I would say the same thing. If I called one of you guys a cunt, I don't think it's as offensive as if I'm use, using that to describe a woman. Right? I feel like that's
0: so weird. Like it I is, call Tim I I, a,
1: a cunt the other day on, on, the, on, the, on the, one of the podcasts and no one called me out in the comments about it. Granted, I don't read the comments, no, they, so I would no. um, <laughs> I read the comments. But it doesn't matter, right? Like, I don't care. I don't care. And, and no one's going to get up in arms about me calling another guy a cunt. It's not going to matter. But,
0: I
2: mean, right? but they will. And sure, like, but I'm not
1: going to get roasted on Twitter. Like, the feminists aren't going to get involved on Twitter and be like, this guy's <laughs> using this term to describe women. It's not going to happen. And even if it does, I don't care. But um, Please define the feminists to me. <laughs> All right. Feminists. Are you not a feminist? I am a feminist. Sure. Okay. But so I wouldn't do that to myself.
2: Yeah, I, I just think, I, I think that the, the, the words, none, no word should be loaded, kind but it's a matter of, of, it doesn't matter whether or not they should be, they are, so it's like, you just, you got to keep that in mind, and it's up to you whether or not you care, and give a fuck about how people feel about that stuff, Yeah, but it's just like, I mean, I definitely am aware of that, and I don't, I don't use the word, because I mean, it, it, it makes me uncomfortable, I don't know why, it shouldn't, but it does,
0: because it makes me uncomfortable because it's never said, yeah, I feel like that's the thing, I 100% agree with everything we're saying, is... Growing up, up until this day, how many times have I ever heard somebody say cunt when they're not sit- talking about quoting a British movie or how weird sure. is it that we don't say cunt or don't why somebody does say like, everybody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, what I mean, it's one of those words,
1: I think, we're it's a trigger word, too. I mean, that's the problem with this, right? Is like a lot of these words, you just, you're, especially us, you're afraid. You you don't want to use it incorrectly and get roasted. That's just the, the nature of the beast, yeah, right? It, and that's not, I'm not saying that's a bad or good thing. I mean, who the fuck wants that extra headache of, of, you know, saying something that sure. You didn't necessarily sure, mean sure, as a sure. bad, you know, in a bad way. Twenty sixteen, and in our world of
0: video and Twitter and social yeah, media, it's a it's a minefield. Like if, say, I, if
1: I called a woman a cunt right now, yeah, like not. Do you want, want to address specific. one of them? You can. No, but if I if I were to do that, yeah, <laughs> I would expect there would probably be a backlash to a certain degree. Sure. So I just don't do that.
3: But the question is not that I'm saying you should use the word, or not that I'm saying the word good to use, or that. But why? Like, like, it, it, it there's a there's People a deeper meaning have... here. I think I think they're onto something in that Slate article that it is forward.
1: It is just like. Cunt, you know, like, like, like do like, you feel like also that we have to have words? Like, there has to be a hierarchy of words, right? Because right now we're we're slowly like we're taking words back, or, or people are you know so we're we're losing words. We're not. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to team fat. We're taking that back. But you know what I mean. Like there has to be. Words get desensitized after a while, Mm. right? Everyone can use the word "fuck" now; it doesn't matter anymore. When I I grew up, if I used the word "fuck," I'd get slapped across the face. Yeah, me too. I can call you a fuck. I can call anyone a fuck. That guy's a fuck. That girl's a fuck. It doesn't matter. No one really cares. Fuck, 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 fuck,
3: fuck, fuck. But but that but that fuck all the time. But it's the it's it's interesting because the rule set is the same. Fuck is just as curt as cunt. Shit is just as curt, you know. And so I I don't know that. I think our fuck is the UK cunt. So I don't think it's monosyll monosyllabic. I guess, like in the sense that, like, it's the. It's not that it's just one syllable. Mm -hmm. Um, There's more to it than that. I just think it's really weird. Like, that word gets people aghast. I actually couldn't think, unless it's a, like, literally a sexually or racially, uh, a racial term or a sexual term, like a sexist term. I can't think of one word in the English language that makes people as aghast as that word. And to me, I'm just like, I'm like, I don't get it. I think cunt's right up there with the n-word, yeah. Like, I mean, I think it's on that level yep. and I,
0: obviously not right up there because I say the N word rather than one I'm like, right, but, that, but
3: that word has literal sure. historical sure. connotation. That's why we don't why use that's it. Like a, I get, so, you, like, I, I get, I get that. The same but way,
0: I think this is the same thing where it's just taught at such a, a base level that that's the worst thing you can say to a woman. That that it never gets said.
3: Well, like you could call like I, not that I'm saying you should call a woman a bitch, and people do that, and, and people do get offended. Sure. Uh, offended that I think we've all been in arguments with it, like where that word comes out, and it's a terrible thing, and you don't want to say it. It's a very it's a deeply offensive sure. word. But people call women bitches all the time, and right? I feel like and the, women call
0: themselves bitches as well. And That's so I'm, the I'm, thing I, they took. That's a word that got taken back.
3: I remember growing up, and if
0: you were if I was to say that girl's a bitch, oh my god, it'd be World War Three. And now it totally is hashtag living with my bitches. It's it's a <laughs> word that people have taken back into vernacular. where it is that that's my favorite. Hashtag. I shouldn't do that. That I I, sh- I don't want to be a bitch or whatever like it's not just I think it is very much where when we were growing up if you said something and you said somebody was a bitch you were specifically talking about a girl you were not talking about I'm being a bitch right now you're being a little bitch right now it's that you were taught it's it's on the not on the level of but similar in the use of I'm calling this person a cunt because mm-hmm. they are like the, the, the worst kind of person
1: yeah I mean I still think it's it's still a dangerous word to be throwing around yeah that's that's one of those that I feel don't like I, I, I try not to throw around because for some reason I feel like that's that could be a trigger word as well. I, I mean, th- th-
2: this, things have just changed, and like it's funny you saying that because to me, yeah, it to was totally season. a different, right, different connotation. Where it's it was never bitch was never female. Bitch was always just like a a word that people sure. use to describe. It was very similar right. to pussy. Yeah, you know. Um But I think all these words, especially now, as we're at 2016, whatever. It's just we talked about this before with like retard or faggot mm. or whatever, or gay, whatever. All these words, they're just words, but these words do cause people to feel a certain way. And I think that you just got to think about that shit. And it's like, even when it, when it goes from those hard words down to the mid words, like bitch, it's like, yeah, you know, we've gotten in so many arguments over time. And I feel like more and more and more to the point where I'm like, why am I saying that? If I don't need to say it, even if it isn't a term of living with my bitches, which I totally, I, I, I do say that stuff, you know, but I now think about it when I do. Right. And I think, is it worth the joke? Is it worth what I'm saying? And it's just like, is that, Am I decent? Am I too sensitive or whatever? I don't know. I'm just trying to make people happy. Like I'm not like that's the thing is I don't want to like upset people just to upset people. You know I'm not gonna die on a fucking hill just because you know you, other people want this this freedom to, to say whatever you you want. I'm yeah. like all right, but I mean like this it's these are just
0: words and there's other words. It, it's the power we give them, and that's yeah, the thing you know, I think when you keep a word like cunt closeted and then you act like it is the worst thing in the world, then it is this nuclear warhead. Whereas I think you've seen it
1: scale back, like you're saying with yeah. "fuck," I do remember like that being the worst thing you could. The "fuck" was horrible. Now everyone uses it. Yeah. I mean, even even we, even myself, like in the course of this podcast, I used to never try to swear, and now, you know, I dropped the F bomb bomber. Now you're on a well, topic so. about cunt. <laughs> well, I mean, they, we're you know we're having an intellectual discussion about it. So, but, uh, but or I do quasi intellectual. I do think things, I also need to get to
3: it. To, 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 to my credit or lack thereof, I do think that I have a bad. I do think I have a bad effect on people's language. I'm, I you have curse. A great effect I, I, on people's language. No, but I mean, I, but I mean, I curse like crazy. Like I've always cursed like crazy. Mm. And my mom used to get mad at me, being like, "You have such a great vocabulary, where I you curse." And I'm like, "I'm this not trying. Awesome. I'm not trying to impress anyone." Yeah, I do have a great vocabulary. Slayer. It doesn't mean I have to. It doesn't mean I have to wield it like I'm a fucking sure. source all the time. I, I, there's no. There's no more powerful thing than say like I'm fucking angry. Yeah, mm-hmm. like. Who cares? But nonetheless, I think the difference between some of the words that Tim brought up and, and the word and the word we're talking about now is like, well, the word retard is loaded. Histori- it's an historically loaded word. The yeah. word gay is used to describe I mean it means happy and, and joyful and all that kind of stuff, but that's not the way we use it. And that's not like growing up being stupid. Right, exactly. Sure. And so like that there's connotations of that, but with the word like the word cunt, I'm like, well, that didn't, that, that never meant anything. But I mean, you know, it, it like does that,
2: though. It's just towards women. Like it's just, all those words are about a group in a specific way. And I think that's just towards women. We just don't think about women in that way, you know? And I think that like historically later we're going to look back at it and it's going to be like, Oh, that was derogatory towards women. That was describing.
3: Oh, I'm not I'm not stating that the way people use it isn't derogatory towards anyone. What I'm saying is like, why is it more derogatory than some of these other terms? And why like, is it more or less offensive if I call it, you know, nick a cunt as opposed to a woman. I just think it's like it's it's a word that I would never use. Yeah. But I'm really just wondering, like in a philosophical way, like, well, that's- I can think of worse words that we do use. And I, I like like the word to 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 jip to someone. That's like a, an offensive term to a lot of people. Yeah, you know, she right? gypsies. gypsies. Yeah, like so, but we use that word, and that word is kind of come and go. Like I can understand way more why the word gyp is offensive. Even though that's a word that's in American use every day, sure. Then uh, a word like that. So that's all I'm trying to say is like I'm just I'm super interested to see what the audience thinks, especially our female audience, about this word because, um, and also the international audience because I think some of the international audience will be super surprised. Lola's playing with her and She loved yeah. that toy. I got her. That's why she loves it. Uh, I think the international audience might be surprised to find out that that word is like maybe the most deeply offensive word in American in in, in uh, American vernacular, apart from the obviously racially or sexually loaded terms that right. know, we don't use. Um, but in Western Europe, that word is not offensive at all. So I do think that there's that other thing as well. There's a connotation there as well um, that I think is societal that I think is worth exploring as well. And I'm super interested in why that is. And it's, it's kind of heartening to think because I was like, is this a question so off the beaten path and so offensive that people I'm sure people have written about it? But do the people ever really talk about it? And I'm finding like major publications all when I'm searching about it before we got into the podcast, being like, this is a this is a term that's or a, a question that's been asked by major publications, mm-hmm. um, and I I think it's a, I think it's a question worth exploring. Like I I think to Tim's point, like yeah, we shouldn't want to be offensive just to be offensive or just to explore, um, our freedom of expression or whatever. It goes back to the the old court case of like you can't yell fire in a crowded theater or whatever. Um, and some people would argue like why not? And it's like well because it's like not in good taste necessarily. It doesn't really affect your freedom. You're not like really being restricted in any way. But in the same sense, it's like. We should probably question why we don't societally say things, even if there's no constitutional amendment saying that we can, or even if there's no reason why rhyme or reason of why we, we do or don't. So I just thought it was an interesting kind of thing. And I've been actually mulling over this topic for some time because I'm like, I got no well, conversation. You try to do when we had the
0: 17 year old
3: on? Well, I was going to do it that week. And I'm like, well, I don't think it's appropriate to
1: do it with a guest, actually. <laughs> and the first thing I said to him was about prostitution. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. So you went there anyway. I can't remember but, what it was.
3: But I had a conversation with someone, a, a woman recently, uh, and we were, and, and she totally agreed. She's like, I really don't get why like this word became so loaded. Um, but it is and we just avoid it and I wonder if we will always avoid it um, or if we will this. come around to it but I also don't I really don't know because I'm so afraid of that word that I would use it in an effective way anyway I don't feel people are clamoring for it I don't feel like there is an audience <laughs> that's like man we gotta, we gotta take cunt back
0: and granted it'll happen if it happens one day a new generation of Tims rise up and need to take cunt
2: i mean i, I doubt that I yeah doubt that.
0: that's I mean, the thing it's really enough I, words Get it's interesting here, for British me people. to
2: think about all the like swear words and stuff. i swear a lot i swear constantly and yeah. it's just part of who i am and what i do and i feel like when i was younger i was way more like four people saying fuck and not for the censorship of all that yeah but then i found now that like there's a lot of times especially when i'm like excited about stuff i just swear it's, it's uh like ticks it's instead of me saying um or like i say fuck like and i do that I say a lot i say fucking a lot by like like,
1: fucking uh
2: like no, noticing uh, like i kind of funny live like being on stage um i can't even imagine how much i was swearing i'm sure, sure there was i was saying fuck every other sentence or every other yeah like once a sentence and uh i think think i think it's weird cuz when you start noticing all that stuff you start noticing like question. I'm like i don't want to do that why don't i want to do that i don't know i just don't think that that's a, a good look sure period that's the end of the the statement there it's not like i'm trying to like please a group of people by not swearing or swearing
1: it's just like i just don't think it's a who you want to be well you know? there's, also, there's also a difference between a swear word and a derogatory term right the fuck is a swear word there's no real hidden like meaning in that right versus the word cunt which is stereotypically about you know referring to a, a woman that in a bad light right um so shit and fuck i mean those are just those are just words at this point in my opinion like words that adults are allowed to say but yeah as it, michael
0: Richards said some words some words Thank you. You're welcome. Well, you know, my what, dramatic reenactment <laughs> of you know Michael inter- Richard's career. That, that stand up act. That he <laughs> yeah. Did. Yeah, you know, what, that you know, terrible.
3: what's interesting, interesting. It's like a supplementary word. It's not a swear word. I remember when I was a kid, I was like, oh, you don't say it is the word damn. And, uh, I, and that word actually well, hell. Yeah. Hell. Like th- these words are religiously loaded damnation and all that kind well, of that's
0: stuff. That's the funny thing about the, I'll, as much as I curse on Twitter, or social media, I get way more a, a, a feedback of like, why do you have to say that when I say goddamn?
2: Oh, I mean, that, and that's that's a huge thing with all of it. Because I to me, I'm like. That's just something you say. That's just a phrase. Like, yeah. God damn it. It's just a thing you say. But then like people I know that are religious, like kind of like I can see them getting uncomfortable. I'm like, yeah. man, that, this is weird. This is weird. You it's, know,
1: it's weird, but it's also, you know, and Then Tim screams, your around. God is fake. Yeah. My God. I had this. Turns gods. the crosses upside down. <laughs> um, I mean, you really do have to like, I don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole in on this one, but you do really have to judge words by the intent with, mm. in, with which they were said. You do. But I mean, that is honestly, also important. See, here's if I, I stop my toe and say, God damn it, I'm not. Or if I say "God damn it," or I use that as a turn of phrase, I'm not meaning it to insult anyone's religion. It's not that's not what I'm meaning it for. And if you're taking it that way, I can understand that we can have an intelligent conversation about it. Or you can choose to look at it in the context of the conversation and realize Nick was just saying that to be funny or, or having a good go. Of it, right? see, I, right? I, I think yeah, I think the different. problem with that
2: and the thing that makes this really hard to to kind of understand is the when imagine if someone like stubbed their toe and said "fucking white people." Whoa! It's like. I mean, who cares if they I mean, said Kevin that? Kevin says
3: that all, like, Kevin, but, you're, you're but like, all the time. That, but it's like, but that, that's a perfect Kevin example. Like, when, report, Kevin, really. when
2: Kevin says shit like that, racist. thank you. When Kevin says shit like that, it like <laughs> it triggers something in me. It's little, but it's just like it's just it's a weird, a slight bit of sure. discomfort where you're just sure. like, it's that is the thing where I'm like, I there's so many ways where I'm lucky enough that I don't need to deal with that shit. Yeah, that much. Yeah, trying to imagine what other people need to deal with, like, and it's all the slight things. But like, yeah, goddammit, it, like to us is just is nothing. But. To the people that do care about that and like are brought up to know, like to believe that you're not supposed to, to say that stuff. It's like it's just those little things of it's just little tiny hitting them. And whether or not you give a fuck, it's up to you. But I just think that it, I've, I've noticed it where people will say stuff like a lot of my I grew up with all Asian friends and the amount of times they they talk about white people as a whole. And I'm like, it makes me feel weird. You know, I'm fine with it. I can keep going on with the conversation. It's not like I'm gonna cry myself to sleep. But Are they like,
0: specifically talking about you? They're not <laughs> just they're, references to you. They're
2: not talking. Why do people about dress me? so weird in sneakers? <laughs> they're not talking about me. But that's the that's the thing, is like yeah. and I noticed that where I was like, Man, if it hits me in this way You can only imagine. I can only
3: imagine when it's something that's actually, you know, people being held back, you know, yeah. not fucking me. I understand. So yeah. it reminds me of the the whole Washington Redskins issue. Uh, mm-hmm. When this started mm-hmm. to like really erupt a few years ago, I was like, "This is really much to do, much to do about nothing." Like, it's not many reports it, lately on it. It's like not the it's, articles
1: that came out, or not articles, the reports that were coming out like a, as a month ago. And they were, they actually polled a bunch of people and they were like, "We don't care." Yeah, well, they, th- but the like, polls were like, uh, they like all the polling was like a hundred people.
3: Well, that's I mean that <laughs> could
1: that could be representative group. Sure, depending but, on the,
3: the method, but. I don't know. Um, When I when it happened, I'm like, because it was it goes back to Nick's argument. I'm like, this isn't meant in an offensive or derogatory way. Yeah. But over time, uh, as this has gone on over years and I've seen kind of interesting, compelling comparisons of it and like kind of some thought provoking editorials and things people say, I'm like, I kind of get I totally get it. You wouldn't call a team the white skins or the black skins, you know? So, like, why would you call it the red skins? You know, and I'm like, well, that's a totally valid argument. I, I'm, I'm not going to dispute that. It's the same thing where, um, uh, Bolani Jones, uh, a few weeks ago, I think, was wearing a shirt uh, in, with the Indians logo that said Caucasians. And I'm like, that's not offensive to me, but I get your point. Like, sure. like, why, like, why, like, as opposed to the Braves, which I think is a fine name, or the Fighting Sioux, or whatever, sure. like, that's totally fine with me. Or the Illini, who I don't even think are, are they even called the Fighting Illini anymore? In, in- I believe they're. I'm uh, somebody has to look it
0: up. I haven't looked into it. I thought they just got rid of Chief Illini Wick. I don't think they. Yeah.
3: So like, like maybe some of the like the Chiefs do like the 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 brave chop or whatever. Like in yeah these games, yeah, yeah. and some people find that offensive. I'm like, so I think that you can kind of t- like. So I'm getting it to Tim's point, like more and more, where I'm like, okay, like it's n- to to Nick's point, it's not. I don't think they call the team the Indians to be disparaging the Indians. The logo is super racist. I'll give them that. And they don't have that logo anymore. Yeah. The, it's the eye. It's just I think an eye now on their yeah. on their hat. Or a C or something, but what's not like the chief with the big smile and everything? I'm like, okay, that's offensive. Yeah. I get why you wouldn't want that. But, um, and it's funny because I actually had that hat like randomly when I was a kid, someone gave it to me. I'm like, I'm a Yankees fan. I'm like, give me an Indians hat. Uh yeah, why the Indians in major league?
0: Yeah, 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 exactly.
3: Uh, but to me, it's like... So I'm starting to understand more of the sensitivities as they, as they come up. It's just that this particular word that we're talking about with the topic, I'm like, I just understand it a little bit less. I understand the loaded nature of it, but I don't understand how it became so loaded. Sure. I guess that's, that's the thing I'm thinking of, as opposed to, like, the Washington Redskins. I'm like, inevitably, inexorably, that name's going to change yeah. because they're losing their trademarks. Like, people can... People can stand outside of a Redskins game now and, and sell, sell Redskins merch. Yeah, it's crazy. Without like they, they're allowed to trademark their logo, but they're not allowed to trademark an inherently racist term. And and the government has has said that you can't trademark the term Redskins. So now anyone can sell anything they want with Redskins on it, which is something the other teams you can't do with the other teams. So um, so it's an interesting kind of thought game, I guess, in a way yeah. where it's like I, I. So I like to think about the etymology of words, and I and I um, I thought with that particular word, I'm like, it's not a word I use. I understand how deeply offensive it is in American culture, yet I don't know how it got to this point. And it seems like no one does, as I was reading. There's a lot of guessing. Well, see, what what I
2: don't really grasp from this whole thing is that I feel like, what about the other words? Like, what's the difference between like faggot? Like, how did that become a thing? And I think that it's, I think cunts the same way as that. I think they, they are in that same category for whatever reason, in the same way that I'd put bitch and gay in the same category where they are just lesser Mm. versions of, like, I think, bitch is to um cunt what gay is to faggot
0: but like isn't isn't the I, th- I believe faggot going backwards faggot literally is a bundle of sticks and if i'm remembering correctly it was that some gays were burned alive via using faggots and then they started calling them faggots i think that's how it went but i don't ha- i have to- I guess I have it. Yeah, internet, I, think, like, I
3: think that's the point. I, I don't. I, that sounds right. Because that that is that's what that the word story means. I heard, but I've never done research. But on it. but uh yeah, th- th- to the point, it's like that there's a, a lineage there with all of those words and no one knows how this word became so loaded. We know how the word gay became loaded. We know how the word the word faggot became loaded. Mm-hmm. We, got, we know no how the word, the word retard became loaded. Yeah. We know how all those things became loaded. But we and bitch obviously is loaded for obvious reasons. It's a female dog. Yeah. But like I don't understand this
2: word. I mean, it's genitalia like that. I think that that alone, right? That. But and then, so is pussy. Yeah, I know, but I think that it's just like when it was or loaded cock. with. But then, like, like, all right, I guess gay and faggot with the sticks thing does change that up a bit. I don't know. I just, don't
1: think it's quite as simple. I mean, I agree with I you. on this one. But I mean, it's a point. Like, yeah, I mean, I to me, I'm more on Tim's side of this, where I see that they're, they're both very diminishing in diminutive terms, um, versus like something like asshole, which is really, I mean, it's it's. I guess not gender specific, so it doesn't really matter. Like everyone's got an asshole, so you can call anyone an asshole, right? Is that I guess is that how that works? Like, is is anyone offended by asshole? Yeah, mortally. Well, it's it's an insult. You're rendering insult at someone, but I mean like, versus uh, the word faggot is a much, much, much more loaded 100%. word, much more powerful because it's traditionally used as a hate spe- a hate speech, mm-hmm. right? Whereas asshole. That's just a, that's just a plain old insult, right? Yeah. Um, and I feel like people use the word asshole all the time and don't get offended about. it. I think that's that's one of those words that's just everyone's been desensitized to. I think. But to me, and this is just to me again, to me, but bitch hasn't and pussy hasn't. Like I wouldn't use the word pussy in mixed company. I, I it, for some reason saying that word specifically makes me uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable watching you say it. Does it make you in a bad way or like a sexual way? Like a sexual way. Like you're thinking about yourself and maybe and you. What we might. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Greg, what'd you find out? Nothing. It's Nothing always yet. one of those
0: super complicated ones. I'm trying to get it all together. Yeah. English, late te- 16th sense. It was an abusive term for women, particularly old women, in reference to homosexually may derive from this as female terms are often used to reference uh, to homosexual or effeminate men, Nancy, sissy, queen. But then it's like an alternate possibility is this an alternate.
3: OK, so it's like it seems like it's the same thing with the word we're talking about, where it's like there's just no research. Oh, uh, here we go. There is an that. urban legend called the
0: oft reprinted assertion. By Douglas Harper, that the modern slang meaning developed from the standard meaning of faggot as a bundle of sticks for burning, with regards to burning at the stake. This is unsubstantiated. The emergence came in the 20th century. It has mm-hmm. to
3: come from something like that, though. You have to assume. Yeah, I right? mean that's why. I mean that's to why it makes
0: sense with if you're
3: calling uh,
0: particularly old women a faggot, and then you want to like you sissy, you pussy, whatever stuff like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, well, either way, words are weird. I wanted to talk about that. They are weird. Glad hope I didn't, hope, hope no one's too deeply offended out there. I just think it's interesting that to. Uh, approach these topics as they come
1: you know it's something i was thinking about another word nick what are you thinking about uh my topic actually ties a lot into your topic greg um i was watching x-men days of future past yesterday (laughs) and uh it was on HBO on online and i actually really like that movie um but uh, my my question is are we desensitized to what a good movie is these days yes
0: we nitpick everything. Right. I feel like we used to watch so many movies in the 80s, me and my friends, and they were just
1: awesome, and we laughed, It yeah, right? was the end of like it. Honestly, I, s- I didn't
0: sit there and go like, man, Predator, I can see a fucking camera in Predator. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And
1: I think I, this, this disturbs me, though, because I and this is a question I want to open up to you guys, and I'm sure it's different for every single person, but I'm obviously older than you guys, and thus have been watching films on this planet for six years more. Well, four years. Well, how, you're 32, right? 31. 31. I'm 33. You're 33. So three years more. So we're, we're about... It's... it's uh. My question is have I just been watching too many movies or as a society are we desensitized to what makes a good movie a good movie specifically mm-hmm. I watched mm-hmm. X-Men Apocalypse in theaters and I was like I'm not really enjoying this movie had I seen that when I was a kid it probably would have been my favorite fucking film it was awesome right? right um but they're all sort of varying degrees of away from each other and I'm not sure you know if if that's just because of the films themselves or if it's because my experience with film through the years has led me to a point where the difference between, like, the difference between a, a really good film and a man film is that's lessened, you know. Mm-hmm. And now I just don't even know really what a fantastic film is anymore because there's so much just kind of in the middle ground Mm -hmm. that makes sense no
0: that makes a lot of sense I think it's a multifaceted issue I think one of the things you bring up is age I think when we're younger we're way more open and way more interested susceptible to just new new things or I think another is the age we live in where there are it's exactly what we're talking about with TV where it's like if I'm watching if I start a movie on Netflix and it's not great in the first 10 minutes I'm out like if I'm not connected to this then why would I stick around and try to wait for this to get to its point yeah whereas in, in when there were lesser options when it was all right let's drive to Blockbuster and get two videos and and it's like I'm coming back to the sleepover with these two tapes. That's all there is to watch. So we're in, no it's matter be what.
1: Awesome, huh? Rat race. Rat- we are not getting rat race. <laughs> I fucked up one time. I got two Tom Selleck movies for no reason. Did you really fuck up though? Well, it
3: sounds like a blessing in disguise. Yeah, I
1: was on a date and uh, I ended up working out well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of a sad state of affair for me though because uh, I, I, as I watch, it's the same with same experience I had. You just talked about I had this past weekend where I started yeah. literally three movies and I'm like, nope. Right, yeah. But then my friend, um, my friend Matt Fuller has a documentary on Netflix called Autism and Love, and obviously it's about autistic people in love. Um, And I started it, and it's very, it's it's very the good. It's a good title. Yeah. Started it, and I'm like, I'm gonna watch this because he's my boy, Um, and I'm I'm seeing him uh, next week. Uh, And it was a little slow to start. And by about an hour in, I'm like, holy shit, this is really good. Right. And I'm like, I'm legitimately crying because I'm experiencing something that I haven't seen before ever. Sure. Right. Um, and simultaneously experiencing something I've never seen and also seeing myself in the eyes of these people who are trying to, to, to find whatever wherever their place might be in the world. Yeah. Um, and so that that makes me think I'm like, okay, there obviously are great experiences still left, but on the whole, um. Is it, I mean, are we just asshole kids that are desensitized to everything? And like, we, we're not having It's not anymore? even, I, I don't even know if it's that you're desensitized as much as I think,
0: I think we all are overcritical now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, so, what you're talking about, I mean, I remember going to see X Men in the theaters with John Campioni. What up, John? And we were, we that oh, boy, movie John finished. John And we were like, holy shit, that was awesome. Yeah. It was like the first superhero movie that, like to really bring it all back. We're doing superhero movies and we're going to do them right. And like, now you'd watch it. And it's not that great, Doesn't and it's this, and it's the same thing. Now jump to Civil War. Literally, all these amazing things are happening. We come back, and I was like, oh, I was good. It was fine. I'm good. I don't. I want to see Spider Man's part again, but nobody else, because we're spoiled rotten. Because there's a million superhero movies yeah. now, and it is to the point that they all feel so similar, like what you're talking about, where there is this strata. I'm still uh, spoiler everybody for a topic in January 2016 17. I'm still doing the list of every movie I see this year. I'm still keeping it up. Oh, every, wow. every movie I've seen in 2016, where I saw it and everything else on cool. there. And it's just one of those things As you go through, it's just like, okay. like But like, how many, t- I, I, what, for my barometer of what's a great movie or a good movie or whatever mm-hmm. is how much I think about it afterwards. Right. And that's the thing where it was like, when I noticed that I was still
3: thinking about Room a month later, yeah. I was like, fuck, that's a, that's a film right there. Yeah, that that's was a, a great thing. Film. That was a great film. I but, will say, you know, I'm not naive enough to suggest that there's never been a capitalist um, uh, initiative in, in filmmaking since the to, to t- the teens and twenties sure. to make money on your films. Of course, there's you make a film for art, of course, but you also make a film to make money. I will say that we've crossed the paradigm of films existing not to tell any story but to make lots of money. That is the reason that all these comic book movies exist. That's why most of them are not good films. I don't care if you like them or not. I'm not saying that you can't you can't be you can't like them, but they're not films, you know, like uh, like some of the some of the great movies that we've seen in the past. And what I've noticed not being a film buff at all, but someone who used to go to the movies quite often used to rent a lot of movies. I bought a bunch of DVDs. I mean, I saw movies probably way more than the average person until five years ago mm-hmm. is that I just felt like uh, the movies stopped speaking to me. I mean, I, you know, Aaron and I were going to go see a movie this past weekend. Uh, she had uh, tweeted at uh, Tim saying that we were going to go see uh pop star. We were looking at the trailer, highly recommended, and then we were looking at the trailer. We were looking at trailers for other movies, and I'm like, this, like, even stuff that had like a 90 on Rotten Tomatoes. There's a, um, uh, a movie that like was like super highly scored about two detectives or something like that. Or I I don't know, I don't remember what the fuck. Guys, Rosolini and Isles, Isles. No, that's a TV show. Uh, And we were like, we we were watching, but we were watching a, uh, we were watching the trailers, and I'm like, none of this looks good at all. And we just like stayed in and watched like uh, Amazon because I was like. There's nothing compelling about this. I'm like the reason that these these superhero movies are being spammed is not because they're, they they want to tell fun compelling stories. They know you're going to go fucking see them, and they want to make lots of money. There's no artistic merit to a lot of the shit that's being done right now. See, but that's and, not
2: true though, man. Like especially with the the Marvel movies, like they care. They very obviously care about the story they're telling. They also care about making
3: money. Yeah, they they care but, about the story in I terms mean, of like how much they're going to be stringing people along. Let me give you an example. No, the exa- well, my
0: example would be all these Michael Bay ones, Ninja Turtles and whatever, where it opens and it's like brought to you by the China Film, whatever the hell it was.
3: And I'm like, all oh, right, these things kill in China. Cause they just want to see explosions, transformers, all that.
0: Your example.
3: Like, like I think about star Wars. Star Wars is a great example. It, we got 77, 80, and We got three Star Wars movies. They could have keep kept making them and they wanted to. I mean, you could read JW Rinzler's books of the making of Star Wars and stuff. There's a lot of interesting stuff about that, but they walked away. Like Lucas walked away. They could have, they could have made more of these movies and they made three Indiana Jones movies and they made young Indy. But other than that, They were like, we're going to have some expanded universe stuff, but we're going to show a little bit of restraint for a while. And then they obviously made the new prequels and stuff. There's always a capital endeavor behind doing this kind of thing. Obviously, Star Wars was made for like $20 million or something Mm -hmm. like that. And they made a shit ton of money um, and they wanted to keep doing it. But they showed restraint. Now, like what what happens when Disney acquires Star Wars? They announced six movies, you know, like six Mm -hmm. movies. In other words, the amount of movies that were made out of the Star Wars trilogy from 77 to 2005 they announced it in a six-year period, and to me, that was an, an, an emblematic of, of just a different, of, of a different thing. Where they're like, "We know you're going to go, but yeah, we know you're going to buy it. not this and capitalism though? In a way, the market I mean, demands these movies. We think the market demands them. I mean, we'll see how it. We'll see how it goes at the end. I still think. I still think that like we'll see the market reacting negatively to all of this stuff in, in, in the end. I hope Star Wars is good, but I think any, there's too much of a good thing is possible. It happens all the time. So like, so sure. to me, I just think that there's a difference in you know one of the things i was talking about recently i think i talked about with you greg was and maybe the way i see movies or way that maybe not knowing much about film but just being a, a viewer of movies like anyone else is that movie concussion people were making a lot Tose of a, a, a lot of waves about and and i remember will smith getting you. people getting upset will hows will smith not nominated for an academy award for this performance so i watched the movie and i'm like that movie's okay at best and his performance sucks well, you were so, I don't, about so it. I don't know i so i don't know like what i don't know like what like people are even looking at anymore. You were like, saying the I'm further like, out you got from it the more you like, disliked it right yeah where i was like i think more and more about the movie and i'm like is this the barometer now that we're judging great movies is will smith's performance in concussion that's the performance that we're like how can this not win an academy award and i'm like well maybe i'm just so far flung from what what good movies are good or what movies mm-hmm. are bad That I don't know the difference anymore because the movies that I think about after the fact, like the last a few the last few truly fantastic movies I've seen were like uh, um, the big short was awesome. That was really good. Interstellar was awesome. And Gone Girl were probably the last three movies I saw where I'm like, these are fucking awesome movies that I think about. Room was great. I liked Room. Yeah, you but know, I mean, like, go, like all you, these you can look
2: things. back and think about it. It's not like there was awesome, there was a million awesome movies before. It is a short list. Like, the, what you just named was the last couple years. That's true. You know, so it's like, it's not like every week there was an amazing 10 out of 10 movie coming out. I think things just well, changed down. you're right with all the, the capitalism and all that stuff. But I think that with, uh, with the Star Wars, we're in a different place now. It's way easier to make movies now. There's way more people making movies now. There's more actors. There's more people doing VFX. There's more people doing all of that stuff. And there's right. also way, way, way higher demand for in terms of before it was just theaters now it's on demand now it's your entire world is revolving around this movie and stuff
1: well i feel like and then that's my that's to my point is like i feel like there's pros and cons obviously all of this mm-hmm. like you you're both right on on in terms of marvel like marvel does uh take a tremendous amount of care to make sure every film fits within their cinematic universe and they legitimately do care um but they also are banging these things out at the span of like one every six months because they do want to make money um so there is something you said for both sides of the both sides of those arguments, but it's it's a little disheartening and saddening to me that there's so much out there that it's difficult for me to un, like as, as a person who loves film to in, to invest in these experiences anymore, because there's when there was only, you know, 10 really notable movies that came out every year. It was really, really there was a lot more uh, importance behind the ones that were good and the ones that were bad. And now it doesn't matter. You know, that, that, that's just been so, like I was earlier before that's just been sort of squished into this big middle area and now there's a great standout movie like interstellar every here and there and then there's we don't even think about the ones that are down here but then there's this huge middle area where so many forgetful just, films yeah there's all you just don't
0: you see them and that was the movie i saw and you move on and that's yeah
1: it makes you feel that you're just consuming and i suppose and you are every, and I, that's the whole point
0: though is that i think it's just so easy to get your hands on everything now where you can be an indie movie guy and get it on netflix and go on amazon and get this thing up there and yeah. That's the thing you pop. I watched, you know, barista or whatever on Amazon prime or whatever. And I was I finished and I was like, that was an okay, okay documentary. Like I yeah. was doing things while I did it. You know, I was like answering emails. I wasn't really paying attention and I can't, I'm not really like, mm, I can't tell you much about it. And like what I didn't really like it, but I didn't really hate it. It's just something I watched that was yeah. something on the background.
2: Yeah. To answer your original question about the the good movies versus bad movies or whatever, mm-hmm. I think that there's just so much movies now, and there's so much different genres of movies, and within genres, there's genres. And I think yeah. that because of that, it's not one scale anymore. It's not just, is this a good movie or a bad movie? There's so much that goes into it, and it's, like, it's almost impossible to review the Marvel movies without... Looking into how does this set up the next one because that's part of the movie, mm-hmm. you know That's a big part of what people are looking into it And I think that that makes it hard to compare that versus you know another movie another like classic movie because it's that is a, a Inherent part of it that you need to look at that doesn't exist in this other thing And I think that we were at the point now where all right comic book movies You can't even review it as a comic book movie. There's the DC movies. There's the Fox movies There's the Marvel movies and those each have their own set of rules And I think that you're talking about the middle over time has been getting smaller and smaller and smaller because the Marvel movies are the standout ones. Just period. They're mm. they're bare minimum, they're good movies. Are they sometimes forgettable? Sure. Only in the grand scheme of things that when you look at it all and you don't remember was this fight scene in this movie or this movie because who the fuck remembers Thor two? Who knows what happened in that? But when you think about it, you're like, all right, I know what happened enough to to move on from it. But then you look at the the X-Men movies and they've been consistently good overall yeah. they've had they've had a couple dips but they then they come back with the first class days future past and now they fucked up with the apocalypse of scenes i haven't seen it yet but the they did the ward in the streets people are not happy with it
1: it's not but, as good as the the two that came before
2: and what does that say for the future of the x-men franchise i don't think it's good i think that it's you know they have this wolverine thing and if that it goes on that downward trend fox it's gonna oh it's gonna be great it's gonna bail out thank god it's gonna be great yes. and then sony yes. it already yes. happened. Spider They had their moments. Don't fuck it up. It's done. So now it's Marvel. And I think that it's Marvel, DC, and DC, whatever. They're going to do their thing until... It fails or doesn't fail. The
0: DC plan was always to put out three or four movies that really had no guidance and then bring in Jeff Johns to really tie the universe together.
2: Regardless, I think that the the, the Marvel movies, it's I unfair it to lump them into comic book movies because they are in a league of their own. That's not saying they're 10 out of 10. That is, they are, there's a level I like what of you're about with their own rules. And that has their own rules and you got to rate them based on those rules because that's what they are. And it's like, if you are comparing them to other movies, I do think that you can. I think that there is a conversion there and it's like, all right. You have to keep in mind that a lot of this is set up and it's like, all right, if I'm reviewing just this movie, not 20 movies at once. And where does this fit in? It gets kind of hard. But again, I don't think that there was any time period where there was a whole shit ton of amazing movies that are perfect. And I think I, that- I don't
3: think that, that that I don't I I wouldn't disagree with you there. But I, and Nick, you can kind of back me up on this. I think if you looked at a, a list of the top films of all time, most of them are from the 20th century. But based on who's. <clears throat> who's saying? that? Yeah. I would say you know? ninety of them are probably from the twentieth century. Yeah. So I mean, so, of- so to me, it's like, well, who's saying? I don't know, ex, you know, scholars. I don't know, but you, I look at those f- f- lists every once in a while because I'm like, what haven't I seen on these lists? And it's always like, you know, Citizen Kane and oh, well, all this kind of shit. And I'm like, all right,
1: well, like, we well, are yeah. also talking about it's a, an entire you know period of time where a lot of innovation and, and evolution was happening within. Sure, Sunbride. but that's that's kind so of that's the- that's I guess maybe that is to the root of the point is like, are we seeing that happening now? And it's specifically with with superhero films. We're well, not really, right? Like we hit Iron Man. That was that was awesome. And Man was great. Avengers hit and everyone's just trying to make Avengers over and over. And yeah. Again.
3: And that's and that's to my point is that like markets react to scarcity and markets obviously react to quality. So right now they're reacting to quality because the movies people like these movies, maybe more so the Marvel slant than the DC slant right now, although I think DC may maybe coming out. I don't know, fucking know. But, you know, a suicide squad and stuff like that. I mean, who the hell knows? But I will say that markets rubber band like really quickly. That's the like and, and I hate to use this example because I know we have a lot of. Um, you know, people that don't necessarily like when we talk about politics, but you've seen it a lot with like w- in, in the political market with Bernie Sanders. Mm. Everyone loved Bernie Sanders, blah 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 blah. A month ago, everyone fucking turned on Bernie Sanders, like like that, like overnight, where they're like, "Get out, get out, get out, get out." The same people that were like all about him, those he saw a lot of fans, he saw to in states where. But what I'm saying is like the narrative around him changed like fucking overnight. I never, I never seen anything like it where suddenly he's not the darling anymore. Suddenly everyone's like, "You're in the way, get out, get out." But everyone loved him the day before, mm-hmm. and all I'm saying is that there's no genre in music. There's no genre in film or in television or in games, or whatever that lasts forever. And sure as shit, the market's going to react to this kind of stuff. And there, and, and I think that will bring you back and that will bring you back to the quality that you're looking for because. We've seen that already. I with, think well, with
2: the X-Men movies and with the, sure. the Sony, and, but they're still making a lot of money. Turtles. And
3: that's and this is where the, this is where there's a dissonance because everyone's like, like, and this is why I hate the argument where I'm like, you know, I, I, you like Batman versus Superman. I think you liked it. Okay. Tim and I didn't like it. But everyone's like, it doesn't matter. They made all the sorts of money. I'm like, are you a fucking stockholder? What do you care? You know, like that. that's how we're going to judge a movie is because it made its money back mm-hmm. as opposed to like, was it any good? And that's why, you know, that the artistic the because with like China the is amazing with China and all these emerging markets, it's like, yeah, these are going to make all of these movies profitable. Like TMNT is like is, is not doing very well in the domestic box office, but it's like they don't care. Like, so it's yeah. like, are we always just going to judge it based on this? And, and this is funny from being a, a fucking pure blood capitalist, which I am, but it's like this is not the way we judge art. And like, are these now products or are they, do they exist for a reason? And TMNT2 exists only to make money and to scratch your nostalgia. The problem with your argument, I
0: feel, is that there's too many voices now. There are, there is no, there's just Roger Ebert and there's just this guy. And we know now if a is good or bad. It is everyone on Twitter can get out and say if it's good, bad, this, that, the other. I mean, Ninja Turtles is a great example of, I went in expecting a cartoon left and I was like, that was a fucking cartoon. Yep. That was whatever. Cool. He fucking I heard Bebop and Rocksteady were really cool. They hover. Yeah, Seamus killed it. You know, and then then Crang's there, and then like Kevin was like, That movie was terrible. I'm like, well, well yes, yes. I mean, it's not a good movie, but like what but did it make its
3: money back? What did
0: you expect out of this thing? It was it's about fucking t- ninja turtles. You
3: know what I mean? Like, yes, this but the nineteen eighty nine Turtles movie sucked. Either. It was a bad movie no, as well. No. i was fight a this bad the day I fucking well. die. It is not a bad movie. I watched that movie so many times as an adult. That movie is fantastic.
1: Fantastic. Fantastic, I'm not gonna weigh in on this <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean what's
2: what I think is really interesting about this is you know for years you guys Ran and owned the PlayStation channel at IGN sure. you did your top 25 list you guys are the voice of PlayStation You are the credibility of PlayStation what was on that list that was the top 25 You know if you to this day you google top 25 ps3 games guess what? It's your guys list and Pete That's what people think of when they're talking about the top best games of all time on PlayStation 3 right it's your guys' opinion Metal Gear Solid 4, not on that list. Why? Wasn't a great entry point.
3: I just don't think it's a good game.
2: But okay, whatever. Great. <laughs> we, we, both, both of us agreed it well, didn't you deserve to be on the list for some reason. But, <laughs> but but Greg's point is, it's not a great entry point, so that's not why it's not on the list. You liked the game a lot, yeah. oh yeah, and you thought, as a Metal Gear fan, it's fucking amazing. Right. But compared to all these other things, you didn't put it on the list because X, Y, and Z. And I think that's where the Marvel movies all fall into. Interesting. Where it's like, like a couple of them, I think Avengers, I think Galaxy of the, Guardi- Guardians Galaxy, of the, of the Galaxy. Galaxy, and... um. Potentially, Civil War uh, can stand on their own as like these are good, these are like really good.
0: Um, but a I lot think of people would put Winter Soldier in there too.
2: Winter Soldier's great, yeah. But, uh, but even then, it's like just straight up standalone movie. Um, I think that, that a lot of those things wouldn't make the list because of the Metal Gear Solid 4, right?
0: I mean. That makes that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And
2: I think that's where we're at with with movies. That now. was not putting Metal Gear Solid 4 on the best PS3 list is fucking mind blowing to me. I don't understand that, sure, but. It's no, I'm with job, you. I'm I mean, that shit. was always
0: my argument. I mean, what you're talking about makes sense. And I, I agree with your point of just like, yeah, like, I, I don't think Captain America one was a great movie. Right. But I enjoyed it. in the oh, here's all this backstory. And then, fuck, he's in the future. Like, that's cool. That's cool. And it was like setting up everything. And so when you see those just as links in the chain to get to like, like, think of it like a rosary. Right. Just your normal beads to get to an awesome prayer part. Because rosaries are awesome as they build them out. Everybody, <laughs> loves. I couldn't be more <laughs> excited no about no kid. No kid who's like I'm just stuck around through the cunt talk. Oh man, I let's want to talk the, about rosaries now rosaries.
1: too. Let's go to rosaries. Yeah, I mean, you know, Tim. To your point, like the the, the what they're accomplishing with superhero films is, is amazing. It really is with um, the Marvel films. Well, I mean, I would also say that the X Men films are, pretty, are are good. And I think I, 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 I really like what they're doing. I like the chemistry of the cast. I really like Days of Future Past. Um, and I liked uh, first class, uh, it's, it's awesome, but it, but it does, it, it's, it's sad because as they continue this awesome epic saga of the Marvel films, they're also lessening the overall impact of the individual products. And that's, I guess that's what I'm reacting to, right? Is like, uh, when you, you keep adding to that amazing epic storyline, um, you're just kind of putting out more noise and in doing so you're putting out more noise. Sure. But it's,
2: but it's TV just on a movie screen. Yeah. And like that, sure. when you start looking at it that way, this, you're talking about HBO being premium. just think of the Marvel movies being the most premium form of television.
1: Well, I, I agree. Again, I, and I'm not sitting here on my, you know, high, horse. Pulpit, high horse, uh, <laughs> I was, I was say high throne. I <laughs> uh, <Game> of Thrones <laughs> in the, in the, in my brain. I'm not sitting here saying I don't like the Marvel movies. I enjoyed the shit out of, uh, uh, civil war and I'll go see all of them. I made my wife watch frickin' Ant-Man the other day. Cause I love Paul Rudd. And the, but, but, you know the more and more they come out the harder and harder it is for me to get her to sit down and watch one of them and that sure. tells me something. I
0: mean it, it goes back to the TV argument but why I think Marvel works. I what I don't like about any movie for the most part but especially these comic book ones so like you know DC ones especially where you get like 2 hours and they try to cram everything in that's why I always say it's a cheat but Smallville's the best live action interpretation of Superman in my lifetime probably ever. And it's not, yeah Tons of small village is complete and utter fucking trash. But what they nail is they nail. And, what, and seeing that character progress to putting on the suit, you're like, yes, this is fucking awesome and there's the payoff. And that's what Marvel is doing just on the movie screen, which I respect. You know I mean? The fact that they do get them out and tell these stories. And maybe I didn't like this episode, which is this movie or whatever, but I'm still stoked to see where it's going to go. But it is to the point now, just like where there's too many DC mo- or t- too many DC TV shows that I historically would have been all about. Now it's like, Doctor Strange, like ah, yeah,
2: yeah, back. but I mean that's the thing. It's gonna come and go, and you can either choose to watch it yeah. and get the fleshed out backstory, or you can just come in at the next Avengers, and guess what? He'll be there. He and does magic stuff, I get yeah, it. and then it's like all right, cool. I, I know enough, and yeah. I, I think that is the where the the artistry of it all comes in. I, I think the Marvel again does such a good job of thinking about that, and shout out to Kevin Feige or whatever the fuck his name is.
1: Feige, Feige, yeah.
3: Is, is that confirmed?
1: Ever. Is it feige? That's <laughs> how. Fag <it>, or <laughs> fade. That's how I've heard people say it in other podcasts. Right. So, well,
0: shout out to him because I, I think that they're doing a, a great job with all that shit. In the last four seconds of the show, Kev, you don't need to worry about it. All right. Sit over there and keep looking pretty. I said you don't need to do it in the last four seconds of the show. Colin, go farther away from your microphone and really give him the business. Come, put the <laughs> gr-. Colin,
1: put your mic on the ground. put your mic on the ground. Let's do the rest of the podcast with your microphone on the ground. Ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. This topic was brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription
0: box service for epic geek gamer items in pop culture gear. For less than $20 a month, you get four to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique, one-of-a-kind items, and more. Make sure you head to LootCrate.com slash Greggie and enter the code Greggy to save $3 on your new subscription. Loot Crate is more than just a subscription service. It's an entire community of fans that share their experience and interact with each other on the unboxing of each month's crate. They guarantee more than $40 of value in every crate, and sometimes it's a lot more. Every month, there's a different theme, and all the items are curated around that theme. Previous crates have included... Items from franchises like Star Wars, Marvel, The Walking Dead, The Legend of Zelda, and many more. Pop culture is full of brave new worlds and societies in flux that don't always turn out for the best. June's theme will be exploring some of the ways things can go wrong with Dystopia, featuring classics like Robocop, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, and The Matrix, and new faves like Bioshock Infinite and Fallout 4. We've got a figure, cool collectibles, and of course, our dystoporific monthly tea. Thank you. That's right. Hey, that's how you're using it. You. They love. it was a fun visual gag, you're using Kevin. It perfectly. Remember, you only have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it, Jack. Mm-mm. It's over. Don't hurt it. So go to Lootcrate.com/slash/Greggy and enter the code Greggy to save three dollars on your new subscription today. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Colin. It's
1: pointing the wrong way.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table. Each. What are you fucking doing to me, you weirdo? <laughs> Nothing gives you that right. <laughs> I liked your little, your chop for the high five.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: if you want the show early, patreon.com slash kindoffunny. If you got no bucks, no big deal. YouTube.com slash kindoffunny. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Ask, and then just use it as a thumbnail. <gasps> oh my god. I got so...
2: So upset like I just felt my entire body just fucking get enraged because Lola just put her hands on me And I thought it was Kevin putting his foot on me Oh my god, I haven't been that angry in a long time damn